It's Tony to the party. Oh, you're not going to start with a big Raul Julia impression? I don't really have a Raul Julia impression. Yeah, just have a slightly Spanish-tinged accent while you're just, like, making broad pronouncements about how you're going to conquer the world. Yeah. It's a Tuesday. Technically, actually, the day we upload this is a Wednesday, so that just doesn't even work. Okay, hey, you're Raul Julia, and I'm the other guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to jump kick you. It's tardy to the party. <laughs> Do not April. fly at me. I'll kick you in the face. If you, if you couldn't tell from Bill's spot-on Jean-Claude Van Damme impression, it's time to watch Street Fighter for awful April. Here's my Zangief impersonation. Change the channel. Oh, don't spoil the best joke in the movie. I love Street Fighter. The movie's <laughs> this out of the way. We're very lead. I'm maybe not love, but... We just finished Troll 2. Street Fighter is secret- Street Fighter is- Street, Street Fighter is secretly one of the best comedies I've ever seen. It actually- If they had marketed this and filmed it as a comedy, I think it would have done a lot better. I like this better Bill, than some Fairly Brothers comedies. Bill, there's barely any fighting in a movie called Street Fighter. It does, it does take like half an hour to get to the first like- thro- You know what? I got to the, like, the end of the movie. I couldn't even- Like- until the end of the movie, I don't think there's a single actually, like, thrown punch until the end of the movie. Yeah. There's a couple kicks, but... Uh, actually, do we know what... This had to have been rated PG, right? Let's see. Uh, no, it's, it'd Fighter. be PG-13 because Guile curses. What's he say? He says shit Fuck and, you. and ass and... I forgot that John Clyde Van Damme... For, I don't know why I thought he had a better command of English than he does. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's unintelligible in this movie, but he's definitely, like, kind of muckle mouth, though. Yeah. Like, in a very Schwarzenegger kind of way. He's very... Well, anyway. But, yeah. yeah, it's Street Fighter. It's stupid. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. You know, especially, I was really worried about this, because we did Super Mario Brothers last year. Not not for Awful April, which we yeah. just figured out, but, like, it, that was the our, the, the one oh. video game adaptation we did before this. The other two awful movies we did were Moonwalker and Duke Nukem Forever. Those were what we did for the office. Oh, man. Yeah. I got off lucky this year because Duke Nuke, that was 10 hours of time put yeah. into the piece of shit, too. Yeah. Moonwalk. <laughs> and we're not talking about that. We're not but talking no, about Super that. Mario Brothers was so bad. Yeah. It wasn't even a fun bad. Yeah, no, it was just sad bad. Yeah. This was at least, this seemed to be at least somebody in this, involved in this production was trying real hard to at least squeeze in like, all the characters. Feel... There seems to be more of an attempt to make this look like i feel like one there were I, i'm gonna guess like first unit second unit i feel like one of those knew how to make a good movie and the other one didn't <laughs> the other one kept like butting in and fucking yeah. himself yeah a little bit because there's i mean, I mean they obviously had no money to work and with they this obviously movie. didn't know anything about street fighter yeah do you know any other than a roster of names yeah do you know anything story-wise about the video games Hmm. Actually, pretty much what's uh, Shadowloo, I forgot there was, because I only really played the, uh, well, not the first Street Fighter, I only played the first Street Fighter, Street mm. Fighter 2. <laughs> um, actually, it's funny, the the local diner where I grew up at, uh, they actually did have the original Street Fighter, so I actually did play the original mm. Street Fighter before Street Fighter 2 came out. Uh, but yeah, all I remember is from the second game, and that was the Vegas, everyone's just trying to get into this tournament being held by M. Bison, because everyone's got their own reasons to take, pretty much for the reasons they're, they're kind of doing in the movie. And like, and that the M Bison's in charge of the Shadowloo organization, yeah. which I guess in this movie is now like a city, country kind of thing. Yeah. It's Thailand essentially. So this this but... movie does what I think all movies should do. Yeah. So <laughs> not even video game adaptations. Okay. Just... Well, no. Schindler's List would have no, been no, no. better this if it had taken a cue all... from. So 
the ocean's big, right? Yeah. There's a like it's there's a big <laughs> okay. space in the ocean where there's nothing. I think somebody <laughs> somebody smart should create a land. Not in real life, fictional. A fictional country that they could put there and then all movies use that as like like shared every, universe yeah place. like everybody's using russia or china as being the villains of america oh yeah but just make up this fake place just like shadow if, if you live in a western country telling a story about an evil organization they could be yeah just that use, could be standing for north korea yeah. china russia and then you can make you can make them caucasian can we just whatever. say that they're shadowloo just yeah just make it yeah it's a shit just in the middle of the ocean where there's nothing currently <laughs> just make that a land and everybody can use that as the you're essentially suggesting that everyone just pick a james bond villain to be the villain of all movies yeah yeah so like it's an interesting idea i don't know if it's very practical no would but, it be m bison as played by john Julia? julie like why don't uh, any stories seem to do that why does it always have to be like oh the russians or the north koreans or well, that's, that's what this movie's trying to do so pretend that thailand is a whole new fictional place yeah even with elephants <laughs> those fictional elephants <laughs> those fictional i, I Elephants were like India, not Thailand, but I guess they're reason. various places. Um, I hear they're all over Asia. Mm. They're del- del- delicious. Their brain meats are fucking great. Well, that's terrible. Um, but it, the movie starts with a, a, a newscast. Oh, so we should choose. This is your pick. Mm. What got oh, you yes. choosing Street Fighter, the film? Um, the motion picture experience. It's a bad movie that I've never seen before. And I, yeah. all the other, I didn't want to do Crystal Skulls. Because. This is it's Crystal this is, Skulls. I won't say this is better than. This is more fun to watch than King yeah. of Crystal Skulls. Not to say we're not going to do not say and, the Street Fighter the movies the end all be all bad movie I've entertainment. Heard, but I was pleasantly surprised. I've heard by other this. people of my age bracket and like similar tastes be like, "Man, fucking Street Fighter! I like to watch that movie." Like, I, you know, <laughs> when I'm menstruating. <laughs> so, I was just like, "Ah, eh, it is bad." Yeah, it's. It's something that I've always. I like this enough. I don't want to ruin my positive, relatively positive memories of this with fucking Mortal Kombat. Maybe a Mortal year Kombat's from now? very different. People, beast. is it Mortal Kombat one or two that they people Mortal claim is Com- like the best video game movie of all time? One, two is a trash. Also, fire. I actually have an affinity for Street Fighter as a franchise because I actually did like Street Fighter yeah. two back in the day. Fuck Mortal Kombat. Even the games I've never liked as much as I remember, Street Fighter. I remember I, back in the day thinking, like, that was a fucking shitty-ass ripoff with, like, <laughs> shitty-ass fucking digitized footage. I remember... It wasn't a ripoff. It played completely different. But I remember a... Uh, Pit Fighter? Uh, no. <laughs> I remember an issue of EGM where two of the editors had an argument over which was uh, the better game, Street Fighter 2 That sounds or like Mortal mid-90s Kombat. EGM, yeah. I'm like, now that I'm uh, removed away from that for... It's, it's from so much it's like oh man that's not even a contest because one of the one of the guys arguing against street fighter was like oh mortal Kombat is about realism and real fighting exactly street fighters about spinning upside down and showing your panties to everybody <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it's like it's, it's it's like watch listening to two people have an argument which is better peanut butter or feet and they're both like sexually <laughs> into both and it's just like oh man you're, just, you're making me not want to have either. street fighter the movie is about stuff things happen there's a plot there's a beginning middle and end. civil war is happening in shadowloo as yeah. and i guess chun li is a reporter in this movie instead and, of working for interpol which she is in the games and although interpol i guess is kind of replaced by this un kind of wannabe oh, i guess instead of the united nations it's the allied nations yeah that's who guile is working for and even though there's a civil war i guess the civil war has been lost because it seems to be just uh, 
M. Bison has taken over the whole country. Yeah. Like, whatever well, whatever conflict he had to do to become king of this country, he's, he's won. He's watching the news. So now he's just fighting the UN, he, UN essentially. He really likes red leather. He and he also likes to put rings on top of his gloves. So Raul Julia was skinny enough that he could he could actually pull that off. He could put on like a five pound oven mitt and still put a fucking he, wedding ring over it. He wants twenty billion dollars to release sixty three like aid workers or hostages or some shit. I don't know. We're all and they're all to... being hucked into a pit. And we get this this whole movie is just introduced by a Sega CD quality intro of just kind of like yeah, is it Chun Li just explaining the whole yeah, she's, state she's of the giving world the plot and stuff? Dump. Um, Zangief is there. He takes the hood off a soldier, and Bison is like, "You came all the way for, across the world to fight me. Now's your chance." So the guy swings at Bison and he snaps his neck. Pathetic. <laughs> so they shove that another guy out. He's like, "Your turn now." Yes, your turn now. Snap, crackle, pop. There's a flash of Gomez Adams in this performance. Yes, the dude was sick and cancer-ridden, but like, there's still some life to the old man yet. Oh, he's amazing in this movie. I love Raul Julia, and they do actually a pretty good job. I was looking to see if they put him in 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 in, in, in like stacked boots or something like that, but he does a pretty good job of like making him look like a big towering dude, yeah. despite the fact that the dude was like 97 pounds. But yeah, uh, on the t- TV, Chun Li sees Guile. Goes this over is already to- when reality starts to break yeah. down in terms of like, just because <laughs> oh, you yell at a TV, the TV can't hear you. Runs kind of over thing, to totally. the to to Guile and he's like, "Can I interview?" And he says, "No." And the, he says, "What's <laughs> extra syllables in the word no?" <laughs> yes, yeah. it, the no has so much breath in it. Even I'm winded after he said it. Oh man. No. And then she's like, yeah, but don't you want to talk to my viewers? And he says, no, but there is someone out there I'd like to talk to. <laughs> that bastard and bison. I know you look at yourself on television, you sick son of a bitch. Look at this. Ha! And he, <laughs> he, he does the flip off, like, slam your arm thing up, but without the middle bird coming up. He just thrust, yeah. fucking thrusts his fucking bison. Is, and, and bison gets all like, oh. <laughs> Well, he's looking at it. And Jarrell Julia does this great bit of acting where his eyes just twitch a his, bunch. Uh, yeah, because he doesn't like, but his eye like, reaction. how dare he? This is, and, he, and you get the idea immediately, despite the fact that he's like already killed a bunch of disposable uh, United Nations soldiers, that he, Guile is the one person in the world he's at least vaguely scared you know of. I just thought of, uh, with M. Bison, you know what I like about this character? Yeah. They don't show how, quote-unquote, evil he is by making him kill his own subordinate. Like, That's true. every bad movie that has, like, an evil guy, at some point he's gotta kill his own subordinate to show how evil in he fact, is. In fact, if anything, his subordinates seem to, like, either be completely stupid or not really like M. Bison, but, yeah. like, he never acts against them. Yeah, the only thing M. Bison really does is, like, kill off those two random dudes at the beginning, and that's kinda it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so about so, Chun, so Chun Li's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You wanted me on TV. I'm on TV. Why are you still live on air? It's not even like off camera or anything like that. They're having this so, little like." So Bison's like, "DJ, break it!" And I thought the guy <laughs> was a DJ, but no. Then I realized he's supposed to be the Super Street Fighter character DJ. And you know what? The funny thing this Boy, movie baby. threw me for a loop because this movie happened late enough after Street Fighter Two came out that what I considered to be all the new characters were included in the movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, D- oh, they are actually, this is after like the championship edition came out. Cause what was it? Faylong, DJ, Cammy, and oh, T-Hawk. Oh, Faylong is in this, huh? He's there's the guy some that debate. Or there's some there? debate as to whether or not there's a random Asian dude who fights along, who shows up in three scenes alongside yeah. what's his face. And some people are thinking that maybe he's supposed to be like the Fei Long substitute, but he's mm. his name is Captain maybe, Sawada. Maybe they didn't want to use Fei Long because they would have been <laughs> um, like somebody would have been like, 
Um, we're gonna sue you because that's obviously this is, Bruce it's Lee. It's just Bruce yeah. Lee, and like because the only distinguishing characteristics is that he's got Bruce Lee pants and he goes yeah, yeah, just like Bruce Lee. Like there's not much you can do with that character. But I do love this whole opening segment of the movie where, aside from the two people that uh, M Bison kills. Every fucking character is an actual randomly Street Fighter yeah. character. I'm so, surprised yeah, the guy serving popcorn in the street corner isn't like fucking Dalsim or something. So Dal- uh, M. Bison somehow blocks the, the television signal, I guess? I, oh, oh he's, he, and, he, he interrupts well, the signal, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and inside the news truck that Chun Li's working with is uh, uh, E. Honda. Oh, so yeah, and, so, no, no, and so, he's like, so this Balrog, Balrog, you getting this? Well, and Balrog, who is one of M. Bison's subordinates yeah, in the game, this is, is the- like, believe it, Honda, I'm shooting it. Well, this is after Gal sends Cammy, his assistant Cammy, to go to the to fuck with Honda, like jump into the the TV into Chun Li's well, not TV truck. She shoves Honda aside to see what's going on. Yeah. Or, but that's what, but, yeah. yeah, but. If I had seen this in the theater in I 1994, yeah. I would have been like, the fuck is going on? Because these are not how these characters work at <laughs> I all. I do love the idea of any fictional universe where a camera guy's random name is just Balrog. <laughs> so, um, also, man, the fucking, mm, uh, the, the DJ yeah. uh, is played by, I didn't realize this halfway to the movies, he's one of my favorite character actors. He played the character Spider from... Return of the Living Dead, mm. and I fucking love that guy. And he's one of the big uh, sources of comic relief in this movie. So, so somehow I don't know how it works, but Bison starts talking to Guile through the camera. <laughs> I it's, guess it's not a moment where he goes to DJ and says, "Turn my microphone on" or something like yeah. that. They just start yelling at each other yeah. through the TV feed. And, yeah, and he's like, "Colonel Guile, greetings. Why do you address a fellow warrior with such disrespect?" How many doctors and nurses have you killed this week? How many children have you orphaned? You will choke on those words, Kyle. Anytime, dickhead. Oh, is that maybe the that's, that's a hell of a back and forth to start this movie with. <laughs> Man, I took it's like Mitchell so yelling many at the notes for the first half hour of this movie. And you just got worn down? It's so much just just constant like what it wobble. the first half of this movie is a real info dump yeah. shit what the fuck's going on yeah so oh my god so dj's like general they're tracing this and uh, uh fucking bison's like you think you're so clever think about this if i don't get that buddy in three days i'm gonna go kill these hostages and he starts the clock for 72 and then, hours and then Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, hostages, if you can hear me, we're coming, we're coming. Hang on, Charlie. Hang on, buddy. We need to throw your friend under the fucking bus, dickhead. And Charlie just also happens to be the one soldier standing next to M. Bison. Well, M. Bison walks up to him, looks at his name tag, and is like, Carlos Blanca. Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where'd you get Charlie from Carlos Blanca? Also, in Street Fighter movies... Those are two completely separate characters. I mean, for the sake of, like, like for the streamlining a film, though, if you have to squeeze in all these characters, like, I guess it makes sense to at least combine the one or two. Did Charlie... Charlie showed up as an actual character in, like, Street Fighter 3, He's right? in Street Fighter Alpha. Is that, like... He's Guile's replacement Was Alpha a continuation Alpha. of Street Fighter 2? Was... Alpha was the prequel to Street Fighter 2. Really? That a prequel? Yeah. Yeah, because after, like, Street Fighter 2 went through yeah. all its permutations, I completely lost track of Street Fighter and stuff. And Bison kills him at the end of Alpha. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But which, yeah, this which is makes Guile mad. I was like, really? Oh wow, they're gonna turn him into <laughs> Carlos Blanca, and I was yeah. like, oh no, 
Charlie's gonna have a rough movie coming up ahead of him. So uh, Bison's like, take him to the laboratory. I love that he pronounces laboratory. It's not laboratory, but the laboratory. It's yeah. just a fucking yeah, like an old Hammer horror movie kind of way. Cammy comes running up to uh, Cammy's yeah, Cam, who's played by Kylie Minogue in super tight pants. Yeah, that's her character defining character. <laughs> she comes running up to Kyle. Is like we couldn't trace the signal. He broke it off too soon. And Kyle looks at Chun Li and says, "You are almost useful." And throws the microphone at her. Yeah, what a fucking dickhole. <laughs> like, it, oh, okay. Well, I think so, he's supposed to be charmingly dickhole because he's so committed to his mm, work. He's He he accepts so, nothing less than the best from everyone around yeah, him. Yeah, Chun's like, he doesn't like women much, does he? And Cammy's like, he doesn't like journalists. He's equal opportunity in that. And they both kind of shrug. And that's like, the only Chun Li worked for something like, oh, I don't know. Yeah fucking interpol i do love like she split her 20 years after her village was destroyed between like getting a journalism degree and becoming a ninja master yeah yeah so uh now vega is doing some cage fighting and I, oh yeah i guess the thing. i guess this is ken and ryu walking through there this is the move that you would, would expect a street fighter yeah. movie to be where it's all cage fighting tournament stuff so but... they get taken to the saddest looking saget <laughs> He's supposed to hey, be. Sega is supposed to be a seven foot tall monster of a man, and this guy looks like he lost his eye in a fly fishing accident. You I... may like the actor, but he is not Sega. It took me realize, uh, a little while to realize this is fucking Wes Studi, mm-hmm. who is one of the like most renowned Native American actors in the world, playing yeah, what is supposed to be a seven foot tall Indian guy. Thai. I actually thought of he's Thai. Oh, that's right. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's all brown people. I'm a racist white guy. Uh, but I thought it like even like kind of like this his facial profile. I thought of all the uh, characters in this movie, this Saget looks most like the the, the his character in the game. Face wise, I guess, but body wise, but like wise? even like a mm-hmm. his head is his his personality. I thought I thought he was great. He's my no, he's an entertaining character, but he's not Saget. I mean, who are you going to find like a seven-foot-tall Thai guy? Maybe in that's Thailand? That's impossible. I mean, he's exclusive to the market what about fucking the, M. Bison. What about the giant titty dude that's in, uh, like, uh, all in um, Bloodsport and... Yeah, I was kind of wondering why I he mean, didn't granted, show up I mean, granted, he can't really speak English. <laughs> I know, exactly, yeah. But who cares in this movie? But he wouldn't have still... West Duty looks enough like... I don't know. I like West Duty. He's great. He's no, actually he's one of my fun, favorite characters in this movie, He's great in this movie, in this movie too. but yeah, I'm, I'm saying... He don't die. It's like casting her village <laughs> To play Rayu. He does have his giant, uh, he has the, uh, oh, is it a Buddha lady who's like on her side? It's like in his office. So that's a nice little, oh, that's I the background from the stages yeah. in the game. Yeah. I, oh, again, I watched uh, this in Troll 2 t- uh, twice and I only caught that on the mm. second viewing. Well, so Ken or Ryu, I don't remember which is like, didn't anyone tell you there's a curfew in effect? And he's like, in Shadowloo City, no one tells me anything. And <laughs> then a giant light shines <laughs> in the office and the, over the loudspeaker, there is a curfew in effect after 730. Which? Anyone out will be shot on sight. I don't know. Is that and just that... supposed to make it look like Saget doesn't know what the hell's going know, on? Like, I laugh. <laughs> oh, it was a legitimate laugh. Yeah. It's one of those jokes where you don't really understand which way it's supposed to cut, but yeah, it's still kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know if that was like... meant to be competing, but that was a damn good joke. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, can I offer you a drink? Or anything else? Like this vagina? And they're like, no vagina for us. And he's like, alright. And the girls are like, "Oh," and go away. 
So he gives them the money, and they're like, well, take the money. You take this walkie-talkie, and once we're out of here, we'll tell you where the weapons are hidden, because I guess they're smugglers or weapons, Yeah, they're gun runners, gun runners. Which is really brave. For a moment, I was like, wow, that's actually, like, Ken and Ryu are actually gun runners? Yeah, that, that's a hell of a thing. It's like, oh, we already know where the guns are. We already got them. Here they are, and they shoot the guns at the guys, but they just shoot Repeatedly. nerf balls at them. Oh, as if they with, as if they think if they get, if they get the first couple nerf balls out, like a finally a bullet will come yeah, out. With, like, with yeah, fucking cartoon sound effects. It is the most. This is this is when it gets pretty fucking Super Mario Brothers the movie for a moment. It gets a little bit wizard. Yeah, um, Sega's like yeah. toys. I like my games live and in living color. So they start fighting, but then two shotguns get pulled on them, and he's like interesting you aren't all talk after all and so far in this movie i like the villains way more than i like the heroes yeah the heroes i mean the heroes are hard to make they're wet blankets yeah the villains are funny and entertaining especially ken and ryu don't have any characteristics in the games they have no No, personality they have personality in the games ryu is like a battle-hardened always looking for the next fight like super serious dude and ken masters trying to tell a story that like makes them entertaining to watch ken masters is super rich he's got a super hot wife he's got kids is he supposed to be super rich yeah i know he's got that boat that he fights next yeah he's got he's super rich and he's got a super hot wife and he's just Hmm. doing it because he's bored with life okay which that, could work. If they whatever. had done a Ken and Ryu prequel, that's what that would have been. And now, but that, they're have such you, chuckle fucks hanging out with each other all the time. Have you seen the, an- street, up. the animated thing that no. came out at the same time? Oh, okay. I, and the, the Vega Chun-Li fight is some of the most gorgeous animation. Really? Like, all their budget when did that went come out? to that. Was that a more recent thing, or was that in, like, mm, the 90s? That was in the 90s. I am... I do run a secret fan club for Chun-Li, the Legend of Chun-Li live-action movie they came out with, mm. like, a day ago. So good. It's hard to cast the Chun-Li lady from because Smallville. you can't get thighs that are as big as Chun-Li's. I am, I am appreciative they didn't try to put, like, like prosthetic turkey legs <laughs> on Chun-Li in this movie, or presumably in the Legend of Chun-Li. I've, I've never seen it, and, but... but- Watch her face a pretty good Chun-Li. It doesn't yeah, hurt that Ming, uh, Ming Wanen is super fucking hot. Mm. She's super cute. I'm like, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. But back at Bison's headquarters, Bison is like, oh, I'm Dr. Dalsium. How is your research I today? I thought that was a clever way to squeeze in Dalsium. Yes. Yeah. Dalsium, who doesn't look a thing like Dalsium except for being an Indian dude. Do you recognize this guy? You've I seen him before. him, yeah. He is uh, Chatter Lal. He's one of the villains from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, he's he's like, essentially the head Indian who's not a uh, fucking Mola Ram. He's uh, the same, warped, corrupted, my science twisted <laughs> to so serve dejected. perversion <laughs> instead of peace. And Bison goes, tell you what, after <laughs> I've crushed my enemies, we'll see about getting you published. That should cheer you up, hmm? Fucking I love Raul Julia. <laughs> he sells that line and makes it so funny fucking charming. Raul Julia does it in such like kind of like a condescending dad kind of way. I will tell you what, let's make a deal. Motherfucker should have been in all the comedies. He fucking delivers his lines perfectly all the time. This movie, even as much as the Addams Family, really got me thinking about what this guy would be doing if he was was still alive today. He'd probably be kicking ass in all the Marvel movies or Mm, like, fuck man, yeah. So they take a look at what Dalsing's been working on. Uh, it's some guy in a tube being forced to play Virtual Boy. It's burning it his really eye is. sockets out. Yeah, he's got this headset with like has like little into TVs on machine. the outside of the yeah. Virtual Boy. Yeah. So and Bison's like, when he's all done being a killing machine, my loyal scientist will take over. Uh, so they wheel in some IVs full of Slurpee juice. <laughs> you know what it looks like? Do you ever see? Maybe this is before your time, but they had the hug drinks. 
that were like little plastic barrels full of Kool-Aid. Mm. That's exactly what this shit looks like. It looks like like late 80s, early 90s, like little like like vitamin water drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, little, these were little plastic barrels with a foil top that you could puncture and like it would yeah, be like yeah, a little yeah. like not even a fruit drink. It was like just tasted like red. Yeah. Or purple or whatever. So now that's what this stuff looks like. Well, and also the bags, they say like mutagen and stuff like that. So it's yeah. gonna mutate whatever the, yeah. the, they subject this person. So now Ryu Ryu is gonna fight Vega in a cage fight. Yeah, this is his punishment for trying to fuck <laughs> over Ken sitting next Saget. Sa- Ken sitting next to Saget and says uh, here he's the greatest cage fighter since Iron Fist. What happened to him? And Sagan goes, he retired and became me. <laughs> <laughs> that line is so stupid. I loved it's little, it. It's dopey. Yeah. Ugh. So Vega takes off his mask and he's beautiful. If you're going to go, yeah. He's supposed to be at least. See, you can't complain about that and throw rocks at West Duty. West Duty still looks like recognizable as Vega just looks like a dude who's mm. got a ponytail. He's not ugly, but he's not like you think he's going to be like this majestic he's, yeah, anime Yeah, he's supposed creature. to take off his, his mask in like sparkles and slow motion. They should have had some After Effects sparkles on his like face. Like the 80s when a girl would take out her ponytail and shake her hair back and forth. Oh, did we skip the part where they actually start subjecting Charlie to stuff in the thing? The educational software bit? Yeah, the virtual reality. Yeah. The virtual boy oh, that Oh, that's one of the best face. lines in the movie where like M. Bison's like, why are you making him watch educational software? Well, it's obviously just footage of like real oh, life murder mayhem. Yeah. And Tulsi was like, <laughs> I don't know, not to go back to fucking Raul Julia being great, but the way he sounds that he's so mystified. He's like, this is just educational software. <laughs> and like, Tulsi was so like, what the fuck? We're showing him like real life murder. Yeah. And I like, guess because he's not a fucking psychopath like you are. And of course, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that was you know, making me I just fucking can't, Raul. Oh my God. Anyway, but yeah, back to the cage fight. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, let's see. Bo, 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 oh, bo, it's bo, just bo, uh, bo. Ryu's gonna throw well, a knife hold at the on. dude. So they bring, and then there's oop, a tank. Oop, oop, oop. Vega takes off mask. A uh, ring lady comes over and rips Ryu's shirt off. Yeah, his body. Try which, yeah. which makes the lady in the cloud, crowd look down at her "I heart Vega" uh, sign and be like, eh, shrug and throw it away. Oh, really? I and didn't he's see like, that. He, Vega's like, oh. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I was busy writing notes. Rayo swings the sword around for a while and then throws it at Vega. Which while I, the crowd chants, no I saw an interview where supposedly no that weapons, was going to no be a weapons. way more elaborate move. Mm. Like, it was going to be really showing off uh, the guy who plays uh, Ryu, his uh, his his moves. But, like, I guess Show filming, your move. It just turned into him, like, they didn't have enough time, so it just really turned into him just throwing the, the sword into a post. And that amazes Vega. Vega's like, oh, no! So, yeah. Ken's like, why are you making me watch this? And Sagar's like, research, you fight next. But is the clock count? The cock- this is also another weird the- thing about how, like, there's a countdown to when the fight's gonna start. Yeah. With this clock that is going, it's uh, counting off 60 seconds, but for some reason it's going, like, six times speed, so it's counting yeah. down 10 seconds. And, and yeah. right as it hits zero, a giant tank <laughs> crashes through the wall. Presumably murders half the people yeah. in the stands that it crashes through. And Guile awkwardly kind of climbs out of it, like, eh, 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 eh. you're all under arrest. This tank was designed after a G.I. Joe toy. Wow. Because Hasbro, they want they had the uh, Street Fighter movie license, mm. uh, but they didn't want to, uh, like, rebuild any new molds or anything like that, so they just want to recycle a bunch of old G.I. Joe toys. Mm. And so they specifically asked that they just craft wow. this uh, tank just to look like an old G.I. Joe tank thing. What other movie did we do that the... 
Well, Batman and Robin, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because what's-his-face, right, yeah. he blamed half the yeah. shittiness of that movie. I'm like, oh, it's the toy company made me do it. And it I would have made this look so much cooler for yeah. me for the toy company. So the tank crashes, and then everybody's, everybody's all on the rest. Yeah, Guile has, yeah. And thank goodness, we almost saw a fight in a movie called Street Fighter. <laughs> I know! And, uh, like, a street fighting tournament, which is what you think this whole movie would be about. Yeah. And then, uh, but then well, I, the, even my note here is, it's weird how Ken and Ryu infiltrating the world underground Thai kickboxing uh, situation isn't the real story of the movie. Rather, uh, it's all about trying to squeeze in all this Guile stuff. Especially since Street Fighter 2 was just Bloodsport, Enter the Dragon, uh, ripped off and turned into a video game in the first place. Yeah. You think you would just go back to the sources and just... Make, remake those movies with Street Fighter characters, but no, they like have this super complicated plot of like Guile trying to defeat a stuff James Bond villain yeah. of an M Bison and stuff. But yeah, and then it's the next day, and we see a boat driving down a river, and a guy on the radio says, "Good morning, Shadow Lou." This is this is one of legitimately bad, bad, bad uh-huh. parts of the movie. Yeah, I was like, did like, they really just? make that reference and it goes on for a while where he's making jokes and stuff like, to the point they squeezed in more of this guy during the end credits and i was like to the point i forgot what this guy wasn't even in the movie and i was like where the fuck is this coming from in the end credits like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right no he had a whole little like it's it's like the director like had a friend who thought the friend thought he was really hilarious at doing radio stuff like yeah. we're gonna find a spot for you in this movie good, to do your good, shit james james do your dj impression it's, it's hilarious. hilarious when you say good morning Shadaloo. yeah Guile's having a meeting about how they're going to kick Bison's <laughs> ass. A waiter comes in with water, and then he jumps up on the table to, and pulls a knife in a room full of soldiers. Yeah. And, like, guy... poses. <laughs> and waits for a couple jumps seconds. Jumps on a table, poses. Yeah. And then essentially waits for everyone to shoot him. And then Guile, what, kicks him in the face yeah, or something? Yeah, Guile kicks, him, kicks his feet out from under him and then punches him into face. And that's awesome. World's worst he, fucking He falls assassin. on the ground, and... Cammy runs over and rips his shirt open and be like, I gotta see that boobies. And he got a tattoo on his chest. There's a nice cut where they're like, oh, Shadaloo tattoo. And they sh- uh, slam into a close-up of the tattoo. But then he pulls out and turns out it's actually showing the Shadaloo tattoo on Saget's arm while he's in jail. Yeah. Just showing that he's aligned with this guy who just tried to kill Guy. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. All these people working for him by mm-hmm. some trying to take out Guy. It's like poetry. It rhymes. It really is. I was... <laughs> my neck bloated three sizes watching this film <laughs> and it, my beard even became older and grayer and I was so proud of it I gave the movie a thumbs up <laughs> uh, I think this is a very brief choice this film made I, I like that oh man uh, uh, um, I should have used that in Howard the Duck some plan gets hatched where they yeah. want to use somebody to infiltrate Bison's camp or something I don't know well they, I think Giles like looking down from the like well, after well, the assassin because I know what you're going to say, but but sex. in the prison yard, Ken and Ryu start having a fight with all of like the other prisoners that are oh, yeah. that are. Uh, oh, this is what draws everyone's Sega attention thing. to look at them anyway. Yeah, and they yeah. all come out and look at them there, and he's like, who are those two guys? <laughs> and like, yeah, Ken and Ryu, they're gun runners. And uh, earlier, he was like, they're like, oh, no, nobody can infiltrate you know he's very untrustworthy of new people Gal says something about like friends and of friends says, and enemies well or... no no he says if they don't trust uh new friends perhaps they'll trust new enemies which is supposed to be this wise Why? yoda sounding yeah, bit, bit of military wisdom but it's just a weird platitude that doesn't mean yeah, it anything doesn't make any sense. Like, has nothing what? to do with why the would plan. you trust enemies Fucking stupid. Well, I guess they're still rebelling against... I, so he's like, bring those two to me. And 
I love how you sound like the fat guy in Monty Python in The Meaning of Life who explodes. <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> Get them packed up and bring them for me. So, back in the lab, subject's muscle mass has increased 45%. There's a lot of that in this movie, 50%. too. 50%. A lot of shots just going back to Dolph's team, yeah. looking worried, and you just hear that, that scene yeah, in the background, yeah. Uh, Gotta keep track of Charlie. Guile takes Ken Ryu to look at some refugees, Shadowloo refugees, they're all banged up. And Ken's like, is this a gilf trip? Called wake up Gilf call. trip? Grandmother I'd like to fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a gilf? Is that, did you take us on a gilf trip? We're gonna fuck all these grandmas raw. Anyway, yeah. Now, are you like Sagas and Bison? Or are you my right? We all different. We're different. Can we please leave? The only way you two are leaving is over my dead body. What? Is that how it's seen? It's seen ends too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what? Kind of vague threat in that. Yeah. That's yeah. So later there at the prison, Giles written. He's pretty much a walking pile of empty platitudes. Yeah. This fuck. Yeah. They're 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 lo- getting loaded up, loading up the prisoners on a truck. And I don't, they never say where they're gonna send them. They're just gonna and, move them to another camp yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Giles like bundle and stag it, and he's like, "This isn't over, Giles. I own this city. We're humble people, man, and you're out of business. Six months out of date." <laughs> So, Ken and Ryu have a silly little mock fight with each other. Yo, your fault. Fuck you. Yeah, it's real Three Stooges. And some guards come over and break him up, which allows Ken to pickpocket off of one of the guards. Gets the the keys. keys, And starts unlocking them. Like, sure, don't wait until you've left the. Yeah, the truck hasn't even started moving yet. Yeah. Uh, And Saga's like, Ryu, Ken, throw me the keys. Go to hell. Forget our past. I can help you escape the city. So Ken's like, uh, and he throws the keys at him. And then they escape. All I, of I was expecting shot. an extra witty retort between Ken and, and Saget before he's like, no. eh, here's the keys. No. Plan's working, I guess. So Ken and they're escaping. Ken's shooting out of the back of the truck, shoots Guile in the gut, and he's like, oh, you're cloud. And a little does this doesn't do down. anything to the movie at all. The it's tru- just busy work. The, the truck drives by Chun-Li. She does a roll on the ground and throws a microphone at it. Good job, Chun-Li. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to show off that she's a world-class world, uh, assassin just yet. Mm-hmm. Then the baddies get away. They put a white sheet over Guile. He dare. He I, sneezes. I cry. I'm very invested in him, and I'm so easily fooled. And this is the part where, when I saw the movie in the theater in 1994, I stood up and screamed, Wait, there's more of this movie? <laughs> it's not over right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we go to Bison. And last scene. <laughs> the temple above us was the wonder of the ancient world. Bisonopolis shall be the wonder of my world. But I think the food court could be a little larger. All the big franchises will want in. This one of those things where I wonder if that was written or if that's Raul Julia. Just like, you know what, guys? I got a good goof for the scene. This is oh, going to be great. Man. He's going to slam. Yeah. And it and slammed. This fucking... was written and directed by one of the guys who wrote Die Hard, mm. which had its funny moments, too. I mean, you know, fucking... It's, it's it's technically the same guy who had the hand in the creation of fucking Hans Gruber. It's weird. You can you see know... a little bit of that DNA in this okay. movie, too. Much like Saget. Raul Julia is not the correct casting choice for Bison. You mean on the total opposite of Saget, who's perfect. <laughs> but fucking, I would not want anybody else in this role but Raul Julia. In fact, they should have. I know they made a Street Fighter the movie, the game. Yeah. They should have retroactively just M. Bison and all Street Fighter media after this should have just been 
Raul Julia's face sound and clips. But, even if they had to steal sound clips from the, from the Adams Family movies he doesn't, just to give him extra dialogue. He doesn't dialogue. beat you up. He cuts you with his words. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But he's so delusional into thinking that McDonald's is going to be really into one of the quarter-store franchise. It is Bisonopolis. But then a TV comes on out of nowhere. And it's reported on the guy has been killed during a jailbreak by Victor Saget. You know, that famous Thai name. name. Victor. Victor. <laughs> the first draft was Larry. So, uh, <laughs> she's like, they're saying there's a war going on. But everything, the most important thing they can do right now is bury Guile. Okay, let's stop the war for a while. And she's all like ready to cry buried. when she's giving this, this sermon, too. She's all like, rum, rum, rum. not sermon, but yeah. yeah. DJ is standing next to him. When he I goes, do love how DJ completely misreads the situation. That's great news, General. <laughs> On the contrary, I mourn. Okay. <laughs> DJ just really is just... <laughs> I can't wait for losing here, man. I was hoping to face Guile impersonally on the battlefield. One gentleman warrior to another in respectful combat. Then I would snap his spine. <laughs> ah, the road not taken. But why? Why do you still call me a warlord and mad? All I want to do is create the perfect soldier. Not for power, not for evil, but for good. Uh, he's, and he's I really with believe that Raul Julia believes what he's saying when he's saying that. Like yeah. he's not a madman. He just wants to do cool shit, and people keep on fucking up. He just shit. wants to bring peace to the world by taking it all over. He just wants to force a giant skull-shaped cinnabon onto every street corner. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's nighttime. Oh, that, that speech happens, and Zajigib goes, "That was beautiful." Hey, you know what? Whoever's performing Zangief, I meant to look him up because. Zangief only gets a couple of choice moments in this movie, but, but their choice. The actor does a lot with them too. Yeah, yeah he's a great. I, at first, I was a little disappointed because I thought Zangief should be a little, even a little bigger and beefier. Mm-hmm. But man, if this is a good fucking Zangief. Again, they should just change Zangief in all the games from now on just to be the Zangief from this movie. Yeah. Uh, but now, not time. Chun Li is in her reporter van, and they're going to retract the microphone she threw on the car because yeah, you vaguely. can do that with <laughs> yeah. microphones. They drive away, and Chun-Li pulls uh, back the curtain to reveal that she's got a stupid fucking ninja outfit on. A completely impractical. With, with a that hood. That shows her face. Yeah, a hood that doesn't fit her, and is, uh, yeah, just... She's wearing combat boots, too, which is mm. also not very ninja-esque. And she's like, I'm gonna figure it all out! And... Because there's another signal coming from the truck, and I guess she wants to figure out who's. Yeah, they somehow figured out that someone else is tracking the truck, and they. Why do you care who else? But the signal's coming from the the United Nations building, so she needs to sneak in. Who could it possibly be? Perhaps the war or the soldiers that are. They've already established they're going into. They have permission to go into the UN building. I don't know why she has to dress like a ninja, jump out, and then sneak through. I mean, I guess the suggestion that like. She needs to be able to search the rest of the building yeah, that she otherwise can't get into unless but, she sneaks in from the outside. But it's still just like, what? It's like, it's busy work. Be careful, Chun-Li. I didn't know you cared. I do love- We the- don't, but you're the only one who can sign our I expense know. account. Honda and, <laughs> Honda and Balrog should have no idea that she she has ninja skills. They should be all like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're totally fine. They're like, they raise an eyebrow or two when she's like, reveals her ninja outfit and that she's gonna do all this shit but they're just like eh, okay 
Have fun, boss. Don't so, die. So now we get to watch her sneak around in the most unsneaking movements I've ever seen. She on has film. one hand up delicately. Yeah. That shows how like she's being crafty and delicate. And she mm-hmm. then to what one part she jumps into the shadow. That shows how she ninja. And that's that's mm-hmm. pretty much the extent we see of, of that kind of stuff. But, so yeah. she goes into the morgue and finds the homing like computer. I guess she's tracking the which is signal somehow. Which is in the morgue something? somehow. Yeah. She also finds Guile's body. This is never explained. Who, like I guess he's got a tracking thing that's tracking sits, the sits up. <laughs> Scares and why was he just hanging out in the morgue? Was he taking a nap? Presumably Did he need a nappy with poop? the tracking device that is tracking the, her and the... This is this is never... None of this stuff is ever resolved. No. This is just an excuse for her to sneak and run into Guile and her be surprised. I was pretending to be dead, so I had to hang out in the morgue. That's how it works. I've been here. It's ice cold. I've been here for six hours. Yeah, and I turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And she's like, of course, those two young men who led the prison break and killed you are working with you. Of course. Me stupid. And she hit her forehead and said, I could have had a V8. <laughs> wow, that's an old reference. Wow, yeah. Dug that's back into the Wayback Machine Matt for that Kraft one. Cheese, macaroni and cheese blues right there, yeah. <laughs> so, she's like, are you, are you ask, he's like, are you asking as a reporter or something else? I don't care about the report on Bison. I want his head. I've been chasing him for 20 years. I do like it. She really like, digs into the like, I want his head. It's like, I don't care about the blah, blah, blah. Take her through prison. Does he really just go, I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I blah, blah, blah. He starts mocking her openly. Like, I blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he makes a little muffin so, mouth while she's talking. Cammy just to piss her off. and a guy, I guess, who's supposed to be T-Hawk because that, he's got a... Not until the end of the movie that they refer him yeah. to T-Hawk. Come here. Like, they just call him T-Hawk? And he looks nothing. They could just call him Hawk yeah. or Terrence Hawk. Mm. He's got to be T-Hawk. Yeah. So they lead her away, but she does a backflip and jumps out a window. And she gets away. Chun-Li? Yeah. I don't know why Cammy would suddenly do a backflip and jump out the But window. before she does that, uh, she's like, black isn't a good color on you. Let's try prison gray. Oh, that's... Even though all the prisoners are wearing blue? Yeah. Cammy, you, are you colorblind, Cammy? Cammy, she had a long day. She, she, she's slowing down a little mm. bit in the brain. Cammy's... So Bison's having a party in a tent. <laughs> Where sudden, uh, where well, Chun- this is yeah, this is a whole new location. Chun Li is in a magic sideshow with Balrog and Honda. Apparently, I mean, I got uh, okay. I have questions, but I can't. I too many. This, this too makes many a questions. Hell of a jump from. Why can okay? So Chun Li can find them at this party. But Guile's like, I don't know where they went. Yeah, he's throwing tracking devices on everyone around him. The slim hopes that one of these tracking devices is going to lead him to fucking M. Bison. But yeah, Chun-Li is, man, just, she knows enough in time to, like, sew her own little ballerina dance circus outfit mm-hmm. and fucking a Honda and Balrog. They and get train magic tricks. They, 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 they develop their own magic trick. They must have been practicing this for days beforehand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they show up at the tent where uh, and- Balrog, or, uh, Man, there's so many names. Yeah. M. Bison and Sagat are like gonna yeah. do a deal at this arms fiesta. And, and fiesta! <laughs> there's a taco <laughs> cart right outside. They're all wearing sombreros. <laughs> Is there not a Mexican fighter in Street Fighter? Did they ever? T Hawks from Mexico. Really? I think so. I thought he was Native American. He is, but he's there. Native Americans in Mexico. What are you talking about? <laughs> in the Americas? Are you Maybe. talking about in Central or I South know, America? I'm pretty sure his stage is at least in Mexico. Or maybe he's so he's like Mexico. Chacote from uh, from uh, Voyager because mm. he was like I think he was like a Central Native American or something like that. Chacote. 
So she sees Ken and Rayu there, and for some reason she doesn't. She's they're like, what oh, that's right, guys. Yeah, she's like, oh, I see, things came up. I don't know. I guess this is like this is Ken and Ken and Ryu's first attempt to kind of like still ingratiate themselves to and on, on an artificial level with Sagan. Yeah, and, and, and some Bison. dancing girls come out, and we get like a very like one second of DJ just being like, <laughs> one weird shot, like yeah, lascivious. Yeah. Like <laughs> now that- down to business. Oh no! This is this after the trick. They, 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 yeah. Oh, we missed the best part. We did. Yeah. They put so fucking Chun Li comes down from the top of the circus tent somehow. Uh-huh. They lower her into into a big plastic barrel labeled Capcom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they chop it in half, and she's gone. And they lower her down again. And she's like, "Aha, I'm alive!" And she <laughs> runs away, flashing her ass. And that's yeah, that's when they bring in the other dancers. And that's yeah, then they come down to business. Yeah. So, I just want to establish that this is... Fine. Okay, yeah. this is a magic trick. Chun-Li smiles at Ken and draws him away. Yeah, I'm confused by what happens because... And I, so I guess he's not married in this this version or he's a slime ball, either way. Oh. Was that in uh, Street Fighter 2 that he was married? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elaine or something like that? Mm, okay. But he follows Chun-Li into a tent and she hits him. And then Bison's talking to say, I am pleased with your weapons, Saget. But why settle for money? When the world is over, you can have some of the country. And Saget's like, we'll see how much of the country is left. For now, let me see the color of your money. Ryu goes to find Ken. He also goes in the tent. And a fight almost happens, but we dodge it. It whew, almost got some fighting in you the Street Fighter movie. You save up for the good stuff later when the real fighting starts. Yeah, but it doesn't. No. And then Saget, gives bison, Saget is given some bison bucks. And really, like, some Chuck E. Are Cheese you money. <laughs> yeah. This money isn't worth the paper it's printed on. On the contrary, one of those will be worth five pounds. At least it will be once I kidnap the queen. Uh. So Chun Li. Bison, like, he's he's had dinner with like Hank Scorpio. Probably. Yeah. It, it's that totally that school of kind of like mild mannered insanity. I love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. Chun Li's like, we know you're working for Guile. Uh, yeah, there's somehow like I yeah I guess they are in some other tent or some kind of like antechamber within the big circus tent where everyone's hanging yeah, out at. But yeah, like, but you've they're... got ten seconds or what is it? Fifty seconds? Ten minutes? Ten minutes to get out of here before we blow it all up? And back at the tent, Sager's like, which it would we... take them ten minutes to set up what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. we know you're working, or I should have known better than to trust you. Oh, oh Sager's freaking madman. And there was a fans bison, and everybody draws guns on each other. And every, all the not worry or soldiers and shit run out of the tent as Ken and Ryu walk back into it. Right back into the middle of all the guns! So funny. And instead of just fucking running out, like they should have done, they're like, yeah. hey, whoa, 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 let's talk this over. Just fucking leave. I love how this is totally trying to be like on the road to like being Crosby. Who was it also in the uh, road to... It was Bing Crosby, like, on the Bob road Hope. to... Yeah, Bob Hope. But it's, like, on the road to Shadaloo, where it's like, kind of like, wacky misunderstandings and hijinks. Mm-hmm. Bice yeah. is like, you dare interfere? Well, yeah, this is... He also says he's going to kill Saget for the insult for yeah. burning his money. Yeah. yeah. which never gets addressed later. Yeah. Later on, he specifically says, oh, Saget, feel free to hang out at my compound, but mm-hmm. we'll get to that later. Uh, there's spies everywhere. 
show me these spies. And then a TV starts playing like, oh, I'm going to blow you all up. Which I don't know. I guess Chumley's reacting to the spies line or something like that. But yeah, it's a magic chest that pops open. There's a TV and And like a weird bloop, 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 bloop machine I'm going to destroy all your weapons inside of one truck, I guess. One or two trucks. Also, this would have worked if Chumley hadn't given everyone like a three minute heads up as to what she's about to do. And also, this has not been 10 minutes. It's been like 50 seconds. Yeah. And, uh, so she starts rolling. They start I, rolling the truck down the hill, and it's going to explode. It took less time than expected for them just to run and, like the fifty meters outside up the hill and and yeah. uh, take the uh, parking brake. Everybody off the truck. keeps looking back and forth from the TV to the actual truck. <laughs> TV, actual truck. TV. It takes a while truck. for them to figure out that Zan- the truck is literally outside. No, yeah, they, they is... keep looking back and forth, and Zandy goes, "Quick, change the channel." <laughs> <laughs> love your movie you're my kind of movie mm. at least zangief is my kind of bad guy yeah it is oh my i, I literally legitimately laughed out loud at that because that was so fucking stupid because yeah. he's got such big bug eyes and he seems legitimately scared mm-hmm. yeah the actor plays it so straight kerblamzo oh my things God. explode and they get captured right away yeah. like you couldn't you didn't wait you just did you run straight into the arms of the soldiers yeah although i guess her plan I guess so her she did successfully blow up. She wasn't aiming for the tent, I just realized. Mm. She was just aiming for the depot outside the tent. Except she could have blown bison up if she had aimed for the I just realized tent. if she just like like yeah, just like had it just like like go five degrees to the right and not broadcasted the what she, well actually the fact that no one even left the tent they could have just blown. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So they Chun-Li, were, you fuck it up. Jeez, Chun Li. They're all walking into Bison's headquarters. It's like, get Ken and Ryu some clean clothes. For it was them who warned us of Chun-Li's treachery. And you saying it, make yourself comfortable. Yeah, which I think you'll find the upcoming events quite educational. And then he, Supposedly Raul Julia did this movie for his kids. God bless Raul yeah. Julia. He's like, oh, man. he was, uh, motions to Honda and Balor. Balrog is like, take these two to the interrogation room. They will talk or they will die. Preferably both. Interrogate them for what? They're just a couple of fucking reporters. What yeah. are you going to get out but of I them? But I love how he, uh, is it Saget that he's, he, he's, he does that little side too, but he's like, yeah, preferably, preferably both. both. <laughs> it's kind of like, and Saget's just like, yeah. Yeah. Take Chun-Li to my chambers. I've decided to give her Oh yeah, they're a doing private the rapey villainy kind of like, we're going to kiss and make smooches <laughs> thing. Yeah. As she's being led away, she spits on Ken. She spits a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you'll dehydrate yourself. <laughs> Which is not the snappiest. They, they, I liked it. The writer was, 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 was spending more of his time on the fucking snappy comebacks for uh, Raul like, Julia. Oh, I feel bad. We kind of fucked over the good guys. They huh? specifically say these guys are good guys like us. The idea that any movie would specifically have the good guys come out and say, we're the good guys, mm-hmm. and recognize the other good guys as just being general good guys, not even being on the political same side, but just, they're the good guys, and so are we. Like, yeah. it's like G.I. Joe suddenly waking up and realizing they're in a cartoon going, oh, shit, yeah, we're not just politically opposite of Cobra, but we're the good guys, objectively. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Well, everybody thinks they're the well, good guys in this. Well, that's true. Although you do get the, I would get the impression that well, I guess Raul Julia, I guess M. Bison is talking about how he's technically doing all this for good, but yeah. I think he also realizes that he's a fucking maniac, too, but mm. I don't know. So back in Guile's base, he's given a plan on how they're going to attack. Can't do it by air, but they're going to do it by boat. I guess and- the director really did want to have a helicopter attack, but they didn't have any money, so it mm. just the, the real attack is just an invisible boat. So 
some guy with a very thick accent stands up and says, Kyle, a single vote? That person piling it would have to be mad. And Kyle says, Luckily, Bison has driven me out of my mind, so I will be driving it. Um, Still an hour left, and I feel like I've been watching it forever. <laughs> There's been a lot, yeah. A lot of, the first half of this movie, like I said, a lot of shit happens. Okay, so the guy who stands up, who's obviously dubbed, yeah. is Captain Sawada, which is the character a lot of people wonder if that's not supposed to be, like, a stand-in or a version of Lei Fong. Yeah. Uh, or Fei Long. Um, <sighs> what happened was that actor, who's also named Sawada, is like Kenyo Sawada. Capcom really demanded that he be part of the film. In fact, he was their choice to play Ryu, mm. but he doesn't speak any English. Mm. So the director was like, "This the way the script is written, we need a native like English speaker for this. So he can be Japanese, he can be whatever, but like he needs to speak English. And so he just kind of shoved that actor aside and made up a new random role where he just shows up three times in the movie. So I'm guessing... And is dubbed, because he... Capcom really wanted that guy in there, and he doesn't speak English... And I, I like to use stereotypes. I'm imagining he was an actual martial artist, and he never throws a single punch in he, the movie. He actually even shows up in the very last shot where everyone's, do, everyone's doing the... Actually, you might be able... I wonder what victory pose he's doing at the end, because he's in that group shot. Mm. And I wonder if he's, like, doing, like, a group... Like, I don't know. I took a screen longs? cap of that exact moment, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, like, they treat him like he's one of the main characters, even though he is not any character from Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. But he's just in there just because, yeah, the Capcom was a big fan of his, but that was it, you yeah. know. So, some guy's um, trying to torture Honda. But I just love the idea that, like, fucking Guile's plan is to distract... So, uh, there's gonna be other dudes who are attacking the base, yeah. but he's gonna distract... M. Bison with his invisible boat, mm-hmm. which at that point, why are you using an invisible boat? Yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to distract the M. Bison. Yeah. Or uh, use a remote controlled boat. I don't know. Do something, yeah. But some guy is trying to torture E. Honda, but he's not having any effect. Every time he whips Honda, like it does that. Like Hawaii. Cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the f- I mean, imagine if everyone, every time Chun Li got punched, it made like a fucking it did a gong, gong yeah. sound. Yeah, it's the most like what? And I forgot. Like he, he it, it is interesting that I guess they already figured there was enough like normal Asian people that they changed E Honda from being Japanese to. Uh, I guess Ryu already filled their Japanese quotient, yes. so now he's a Pacific Islander. Yeah. But yeah, and, and this joke goes so, on for a while yeah, too. And, and he starts picking his teeth while he's being tortured, yeah. and like, yeah. And then the torture guy leaves and. Balrog's like, how do you keep from crying out? I'm a sumo. My mind can be in one place and my body in another. <laughs> Next time, bring back some pizza. <laughs> this is some Ninja Turtles ass <laughs> writing really here. Is. Um, I do like there is a moment where Balrog actually does get a look at, at at his back, and he really is like, oh man, it actually did hurt you. Yeah. But which. And then they pull their chains out of the wall. Yeah, and that's yeah, then they escape. Yeah. Uh, Ken and Ryu get. Put in their their video game geese, kind of, kind of, kind yeah. Of. Enough that they're recognizable, now, yeah, just, yeah. But they have like weird like patches on their geese, and yeah, which gets so, fixed later. But so then we go back to Guile, and some snooty British man shows up. Cartoony. This he's is another... been in some other stuff. I can't, yeah, I'm he's a sure recon- what, but, but this yeah. is this is cartoony well, fucking like, shit right here. Oh, we've decided we're going to negotiate with Bison. This guy served no purpose in the movie at all. This thread doesn't do anything. Well, without this guy, it just it really is just Guile just marching into Bison's base and kicking his ass. I guess this is the one little bit they try to put a little bit of a roadblock in front of Guile. 
But it doesn't matter because everyone just ignores this yeah. dude anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also yeah, it just pads out the running time a little bit because it gives uh, Guile a big chance to give a big impassioned speech to his his. Yeah, the guy's like, "Have soldiers. you lost your mind? Nah, but you've lost <laughs> your no. balls." And the guy's just like, oh, I guess I did. So he goes over to the microphone to tell everybody to go home, but instead he says, Our superior said OR is cancelled. We can all go home. Bison is getting paid off for his crimes. And our friends who have died here will have died for nothing. I'm kind of do- doing more of a, um, uh, what's his name? Highlander. Uh, a little bit. I'm getting more of him than I am, but whatever. Did you ever see Monster Factory? The McElroy brothers yeah. doing the. Did you ever see the final Pam? Yeah. You're starting to sound like final. Final Mackle husband. Mackle <laughs> husband. Fix yeah. you, baby. Oh. So, but he's like, but, but we can all go home. Meanwhile, ideals like peace, freedom, and justice they get packed up. But, well, I'm not going home. I'm gonna get on my boat, and I'm going up river. And I'm going to kick that son of a bitch Bison's ass so hard that the next Bison wannabe is gonna feel it. Now who wants to go home? And who wants to go wish me? That was a, you did such a good recreation. I can almost see the little blue hat on your Just, head. You almost see the bump forming out of my forehead. <laughs> this... Does he have a big bump on his forehead? You never noticed Jean-Claude Van Damme's giant lump on his forehead? Where did he get the lump from? And just in I'm this movie sure. or all movies? No, all movies. Is he Hellboy? Yes, he's growing a horn. <laughs> he has to sandpaper it down every morning. I never noticed. Yeah, he's got a big old lump on his forehead. Huh, so do I. So that kind of makes me... I got, I've always had a little goose egg on my forehead. Mm. never know why. Ooh, I didn't realize I was genetically related to... Yep. Jean-Claude Van Damme. You and Jean-Claude Van Damme are the same type. Also, we can, neither of us can barely speak English. <laughs> true <laughs> so well, then bison's hanging out with chun li and his well we can skip the scene nothing interesting <laughs> happens here <laughs> she's like 20 years ago and she tells a story about how really shitty, yeah it takes a while yeah shitty her life was oh, when she's... bison invaded oh there's a whole thing where like bison has now dressed her up in her outfit from the game the red variant kind, kind, yeah, kind well, of well it's the high slit dress she's wearing red tights though which yeah down, i guess it's better would you rather have her like with, in, in the tan pantyhose with the turkey legs yeah i'm not saying it's bad or anything like that but like in like live action i can see why they skewed yeah she's got the little little, little buns mm-hmm. and he's getting i like how he's taking off his armor he puts on a different <laughs> nazi hat yeah um but yeah so she's just in telling a the smoking story, jacket but... yeah yeah oh yeah he puts on little slippers yeah he gets his ass kicked in his little well, booties his, his father my father was the elder of our <laughs> the magistrate our tiny, yeah t- magistrate of our tiny little village and you showed up before you were a general uh and she's like my father saved our village and you had him shot as you ran away a hero at a thousand paces and he's like i'm sorry i don't remember i do like how honestly because he's like pouring a drink and he turns around and goes this is the first time hearing about this yeah and she's like you don't remember <laughs> she's so pissed. and he says for you the day bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. I really feel a little bummed that I... This was such a meme that I've heard about this before. That is a fucking cold fucking... Yeah. Lie. That is... that. I mean, <laughs> that's the reason why it's a meme, because it is... 
probably Val Julia's best moment in the whole movie, but it is fucking ice, still ice cold regardless. Mm-hmm. I do like there's a little thing where she's talking about how like everyone in her village got turned into slaves, and she's like, she's not in handcuffs, but she's like in a like bicycle bungee cord yeah. thing, and she like snaps it, and later on she actually breaks it, but just this is actually one of the nicest put together scenes in the movie. Mm. Which is weird to think about a dialogue scene between two people in Street Fighter the movie. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the best scenes in the movie. Kenny Ryu go to break Bison and Honda out of jail. They get strangled for a little bit. Oh! Oh! A fucking Bison has a John Wayne Gacy painting of himself. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The cloud painting. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to make a note of that because that's so... Again, this movie has such a weird sense of humor about itself. Anyway, but yeah, Kenny Ryu. Would Ryan. you hang that in your in your room? Especially if it was painted by John Wayne Gacy. Or the one of him on the horse. I'm just not allowed to have people over I'm, in the house. I'm pretty sure you can get by the horse portrait of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Of Ben Bison? On, yeah. Not John Wayne Gacy. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely of the... Are you talking about, like, if John Wayne Gacy did a painting of me? No, the the M. Bison one. I would love to have that, man. Wait, yeah. you can buy this? Had, like, oh, a I'm prop sure sale? you can buy it from, like, some Etsy Etsy. Oh, I'm sure someone's made their own. Co- I thought maybe you found a place where they're actually no. selling all the like props from M. Bison's uh, quarters, but yeah. <laughs> the man. giant skull chandelier. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All his skull furniture. <laughs> Dude loves skulls. So I guess... love that it really is his motif that he loves so much. Yeah. Can't really get strangled for a bit, but then they team up, and that scene's over. Chun Li keeps telling Bison how much she hates him. Well, he makes the mood a bit romantic by yeah. turning down the lights, skull chandeliers, clown paintings, uh, and she's like, I'll kill you myself. And he says, I don't think so. No one has seen you in combat. You always hid behind your boxer and sumo. No, I know women. And you, my dear, are harmless. That's exactly what I want, you think. Shablamzo! She really does erupt out. She breaks her cuffs and starts beating the fucking she living shit out She jumps kick him in the him. chest and he goes flying. Like, this is not one of those things where, like, he's feigning defeat. He's legitimately getting his ass kicked. He's, yeah, he's mm-hmm. got his little smoking jacket, his but little don't, slippers. Don't worry, everybody else shows up just in time to save him. <laughs> just enough. Like, to... she's gonna kill him. She is and then, this close. The movie's almost and then over her right fr- here. her friends show up and he jumps in and escapes. Well, she's stupid room. enough to turn around for five minutes and yeah. give him like, she should just keep on pressing the advantage. And I love Raul Julia's dumb, happy monkey face when he's gassing everyone in, <laughs> when he's tra- when they're trapped in his quarters because, yeah, he runs in the alcove. Yeah, in panic room. Door comes down. He can see st- there's a glass barrier and he's so happy because everyone <laughs> rushes in. He's all like, I gotcha! And they're all like, oh, we're gonna kick your ass and then they he, sl- he closes the gate that everyone just ran in through and then he hits the gas button and then he's still just so like ha, 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 you're gonna die and yeah it's it's great yeah. look at his face i just mm. yeah i hope when he died that was the shot they had of him at the oscars at the end memorial <laughs> thing just standing around the glass going Bleh. a quick shot letting you know guile's headed there on a boat yeah, just and there's a song playing, and and he puts on there's... he sticks a, a tape in something and starts playing footage of him and and Charlie hanging out. This is I, I gonna... guess whatever gets you pumped up for the fight. My note here is this is turning in the world's episode world's dumbest episode. GI Joe, if only GI Joe sometimes popped in a, a home videos into the VCR of his invisible jet boat while heading into battle. Yeah, it's just the most. It's just instead of just having cutting to a flashback of of guile thinking about better days with charlie mm-hmm. yeah it's the, and he's got other people in the boat that have to watch this video with yeah him too. it's not like he's just like uh, it's not I like he's just something? taking a photo out of his wallet and kind of looking at it and kissing it for good luck before yeah. the fight he's like guys that's this bitch in home video of charlie <laughs> they're turning into a monkey right now as we speak but like yeah. so then it's back at shadow and blanca is now blanca 
looking stupid as fuck. Like they went down to the the local party city and got him a bright orange wig. This is. I mean, they were never gonna win with Blanca in this no. movie. There's no way you could have it. But even the wig looks like fucking character. Yeah. <laughs> and like, guy, the guy they picked to play Blanca, he's not that ripped. He's just a guy who like in like green poster paint. Yeah. And with like kind of big fangs and a big rubber nose, they yep. gave him. It's the most. Dawson oh. does some computer shit, which changes the scary images that they have been putting in da- Blanca's mind to nice, peaceful, happy images. You kind of wonder why he just didn't do this, like, so, five minutes after M. Bison the, left the room, so he's, like, 95% the, good, not half and half. The evil stuff had taken, like, 30 hours to get to 50% in his brain. Yeah. And, but within five seconds, he's already up to 60% plus this good stuff. This shows that is inherently good because his brain more readily absorbs the good good educational oh, okay. programming. Sure. Which is mostly Whatever comprised of Martin Luther King's I Had a Dream speech yeah. repeated over and over again. Back uh, in Bison's base, Vega's like, I told you they couldn't be trusted because they're bringing all the good guys in. And he's talking about Kenner. Yeah, he's got most of the original games cast. They're yeah. all captured and lined up on the... On the... And, and Bice is like, Vega, relax. They work so hard to get here. Let them enjoy their ringside seats. And he's like, Talking about the boat, yeah. right? Yeah. No, no, no. The, oh, the, the actual troopers yeah. are actually attacking. Yeah. No, no. No? Oh, you mean Ryu, the, the, Oh, guys, Honda. oh, this is before. Yeah. Uh, this is when He brings them up yeah. to the catwalk. That's and right. Okay, them up there. yeah. He's like, It's interesting. If you had worked together instead of apart, you might have actually been successful. And then Guile's boat goes into stealth mode. And, and it goes into vaguely CGI stealth mode, but not completely. Yeah. Like, there's a CGI shimmer and visibility shimmer mm-hmm. to it, but, like, it doesn't... And they use their minigun to shoot out some radars. Their minigun firing ex- somehow magically explosive rounds yeah. that are blowing up all these radar uh, And DJ is like, hey, yo, shit is strange. There's an invisible boat. <laughs> I forgot that DJ's supposed to be Jamaican. <laughs> but... I think uh, the actor did, too. But within 15 seconds, their stealth mode is detected. Yeah. Great use of technology, well, guys. Well, yeah, no, fuck Bison is just like turn on the sonar and filter this. Oh, there they are. Oh, yeah, there they are. Up. Yeah. So boys are like prepare for attack mode, and a bunch of mini guns pop out of the ground and shoot the boat, which proceeds to do nothing to it. Yeah. So, Guile pops up on screen to talk to Bison. Hey, Bison, this is a collection agency. You're six months old. Yeah. And Sega goes, Guile alive, and Bison spins around. Of course. His death was designed to inter... Fuck. That word just fell out of my head. Integrate. Thank you. Integrate his spies with you. I guess you didn't see that, did you? And he holds his hand over his eye. It's mocking the fuck out of he gets in the whole fucking movie. Because he's so... <laughs> both pissed and so happy to be able to fucking tear into somebody. Like, and Sagan's just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, I don't know. This time, uh, Colonel, you'll die for real. And Bison gets on some floaty thing. Floats up. Oh, yeah, he's got this magical, like, fucking floating platform. Yeah. Like, that kind of is sort of supposed to be kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and but he says... It's obviously tra- just on a crane, but it's, you're supposed he's... to think it's, like, anti-gravity. <laughs> yeah. And now, Miss Zhang... Because her I know Honda last name and is Balrog Zang. call her Zang a couple times yeah. too. But you yeah. will witness the power you spurn. Oh no, there's mines in the water, and Bison is using a Street Fighter arcade cabinet control. <laughs> them. This is... Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> yeah. Colonel, they have a radar. Especially because it's a two-player thing. Because he like there's two sets of controls, yeah. and he. I, I'm a little bummed. 
that they even repainted it. So, like, you can mm. tell it's obviously Street Fighter controls, but yeah. it, it, there should actually... they At this point, they could have just left the Street Fighter controls on there, too, mm-hmm. and just glossed it over. So, in the boat, one of them, his T-Hawk or Cammy, I don't remember, is like, they have a radar lock. In 30 seconds, we're going to be swimming. Then let's give them a head start. And they start unbuckling. And yeah. kerblams those. The boat blows up. And everyone in, in the command center is super sad to think that Guile just blew up again. Yeah. In the lab, the frumpy, dumpy guard that's been guarding Dalsium picks up on we what he's been really doing. We never really before. Yeah, it's Dalsium just, like, like t- turns to one of the monitors real quick. And suddenly, for some of the reason, the guard gets super suspicious. What are you doing? Yeah. And then he looks at the screen and says, yeah, he sees that it's the Martin Luther's I have a stream speech. He's like, mm-hmm. He gets all bent out of shape, yeah. He starts to strangle Dalsium, but with their struggles, they, they bump over the handle that unlocks Dalsium, so he comes out and saves saves him yeah there's kind of and... frankenstein saving frankenstein <laughs> kind of thing well yeah. Dalsim, he also gets some mutagen juice on his arm and kind of goes and the guy fight there's a whole thing but yeah Dalsim saved but not after he's had a bunch of mutagen dumped onto him mm, i didn't know that. that that scene he I does guess. at some point in the movie though mm. he does get all of the blanket juice on him mm. I didn't re- which I didn't explains that. maybe why later in the movie he suddenly shows up bald with no clothes <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that in the jungle cammy t hawk guile attack some guards bone dry after they're swimming yeah well they jumped out uh, they just haven't even close enough to land they just went whoop, the super and mario it, jumped on just right yeah and then a very land. quick scene of the snooty british guy like dabbing the sweat away from his neck being like yes yes m- your majesty i told them oh oh i told them no the whole army didn't go there there's still some back oh, at the base one of my and favorites. there's a cook sitting there <laughs> stirring a pot with a cat with and the cat, cat in the just like meow. Yeah. yeah, actually, that cutaway with I thought was pretty cute. Justify snooty British guy being in the movie. I guess. Even though, like, yeah, his his actual role is not that funny, but like, yeah, that one cutaway is cute. So Guile starts sneaking in the base, and then the time for to murder just hostages runs out, and Raul Julia is like, "DJ, have they deposited the money into my Swiss bank account? <laughs> Zero dollars." I like the whole thing where DJ actually does have to crack into his account, look up the value. Yeah. <laughs> like, like today's editing, they would skip all over that, and they, DJ would just say no, but the fact that he actually you do see him log into his Chase bank account yeah. and, like, check. Yeah. Um, do we skip over the part where Guile asked T-Hawk T- about his his bandana? Oh, I don't remember that His part. sweat band? Well, when they're, when they're sneaking up to the Shadaloo headquarters, uh-huh. Guile's like, what is that headband you put on? And T-Hawk's like, it's Cherokee. I use this for all my warrior opportunities. And then Guile oh, says, man. you should have brought two more for the rest of us. It's just the I way... I don't remember It's that just their all. excuse to drop in the fact that T-Hawk is supposed to be yeah. Cherokee. And that's it's the most forced fucking shit. Yeah. So, no, he got no money in his bank account. And DJ, <laughs> yeah, DJ looks at him and goes, hell no. Again, he's supposed to be fucking Jamaican, but it's—he suddenly turns into the black guy with combing the desert and go in and fucking space balls. They ain't sent shit. <laughs> so now he may uh, open the hostage pit. So Gal- <laughs> any situation to open the hostage pit is a good day. <laughs> so Kyle finds his way into the lab. And there's still a half an hour left in this movie. <laughs> I did check that. I was like, what's going to happen? Although, to be fair, the same thing happened with Troll 2, where, like, we got to the climax of Troll 2, and I was like, why is there still... Oh, chicken! Oh, no! Oh, Persona 4 just uh, shipped. Oh. Or Persona 5, whichever was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Sorry, internet. So, 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 Blanca attacks him, and somehow Guile recognizes him like, Charlie, it's me, 
your friend. Yeah, it's... What have they done to you? This gets dark here for a moment, too. And, uh, uh, Blanca's like, what have they done to me? I'll help you, and then I'll make that pay. He lifts the gun out to fucking blow He's Blanca's... He's about to blow his brains out, yeah. yeah. And Dalsim's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. You have no right. He's like, yeah, he looks like a monster, but he's still he's still a cuddly, waddly little guy. He smells like vegetables. So. <laughs> and so... He's so... Man, the blank of makeup. It's such a children's party version of yeah. Blake. It's so bad. Like I said, there's no way they could win with this, with, with doing a they live action Blake. done a full mask instead of just a couple something. pieces of brow and, and a nose. And a big fake rubber nose. He looks like one of the gorks from the Fraggles. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah. So Bison's looking at the hostages and is like, man, your country must hate you. Because <laughs> they don't he's... give us no money. And they, they, uh, they didn't even try to attack us. I was us. only asking for $20 billion. And mm-hmm. they can't even afford that. So fuck you guys. You guys ain't even worth the firing squad. So instead, I'm going to kill you with a beast. A beast of my own creation. So he wants Blanca. But there's no beastie Blanca in the tube that lifts up. He open. He says, I'm going to open my birthday present to myself. And I hope there's not a Jean-Claude Van Damme inside. <laughs> and then, but Bill, there is a Jean-Claude Van Damme inside. Oh, no, inside. he fly out. He do, 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 do. flying out <laughs> foot first and kicking people. And yeah, this is the second time in the row we've seen fucking M. Bison get knocked off his fucking feet by a surprise jump attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets fucked up. So they start fighting. And Guile starts killing, the whole rest of the movie. single-handedly killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, dodging all the bullets. Well, he, I guess the I guess the World Warriors are still chained upstairs, yeah. so they can't quite join in the fray yet. So he closes the hostage pit, so they can't kill him. Uh, I do, but I do like there's a moment where you do see uh, <coughs> all of the guards like pouring bullets into the hostage pit, and while it's slowly closing, and they I guess they never managed yeah, to hit anybody. Yeah. yeah. But he kills a guy, and the guy falls on top of a button, which alerts everybody in the base. Yeah. That shit's going sideways. And this is just happens as, I think, the AN forces start to attack, mm-hmm. and just pretty much all-out war starts. So suddenly, E-Honda... <laughs> I, this is my next note I was waiting, because this sounds like a fever dream that I made up, but I'm glad <laughs> go this ahead. is real. Go ahead. No, go ahead, you. E-Honda gets some fucking eye makeup out of nowhere. Well, I guess rips I forgot that he's shirt. got, like, a facial tattoo in the game, so this is their way of just, yeah. yeah rips Suddenly his he shirt transforms a that, bit more into his I'm own self. I'm gonna fucking sumo! Well, I guess they must have uh, th- somehow, oh yeah, that's right, I guess somehow someone rips off the bar that they're all chained to, so now yeah. everyone's free. And yeah, E. Honda somehow, how's he get mixed up with Zangief? He, like, bursts through a wall and is like, let's like, fight! Man. Yeah, and they never throw uh, any punches, they just grab each other and start to roll around on the floor for the yeah. next 20 minutes. And during all the chaos, the computer says, Attention, all troopers. Remember that maintaining your health plan benefits is your responsibility. <laughs> I love this movie. It's <laughs> maybe a little strong word, but I'm pleasantly surprised by this film. Yeah. Bison goes no. to DJ and is like, What the fuck? Where's Blanca? Oh, shit! He's fighting my men! Uh, the cerebral programming! Quick, patch it in on the screen! He does it, and it's footage of like a happy little blonde boy skipping through a field. <laughs> He's like, "No!" and punches the screen. Oh, so now Cammy's in her leotard because I guess body armor is too much for a soldier to wear. Yeah, I saw that everyone else is actually wearing real pants and body armor, but yeah, she's just in the skin tight fucking uh, camo print yoga pants. Yeah, yeah. So, which uh, to be fair, that's actually 
Uh, more practical than what Cammy actually does wear in those games. But, yeah. You know. Oh, you mean her almost vagina outfit? I first saw her character in the game, and I was like, "Is this legal?" Because <laughs> it really is her. Like her fucking thong is almost mm-hmm. like, like fucking strewn through her you vaginal really sh- lips. You really should be able to see like some of the creases on her butthole. Yeah. With how, t- it how looks thin like that God is. is pulling her her clothes up through her <laughs> vagina. And yeah, no, I'm surprised. Her, yeah, I'm surprised her butthole isn't. It bleeding may from... be the best character design. <laughs> <laughs> So, Man, I remember as a kid, uh, Street Fighter Two was brand new when my family went to go to Disney World, mm-hmm. and they had the arcade there, and they had a, like they had a couple uh, brand new uh, Street Fighter cabinets there. And I saw there was one where like uh, it was before you could have characters fighting each other, but someone was playing as Chun Li, and all the boys were checking out Chun Li because it was a bunch of like ten year olds. Yeah, and like I just remember like the first time everyone like getting all fucking bonered up over stuff. Uh, if I make her character. kick like this, you can see her panties. Well, that's what they were doing. They kept on trying to do the upside down thing and like her upside down <laughs> whirlwind kick, yeah. like her like uh, spinning bird kick. Yeah. And like, so yeah, because you could see like, yeah, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, mm, those thighs. So, so Bison's standing there and DJ's in the background and he's like, then defeat is a possibility. Very well. We shall face it together, DJ. <laughs> and DJ starts sneaking away. <laughs> With the stoicism stoicism of a true warrior, and DJ just fucking pieces out. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ken and Ray are running around, and Ken's like, hey man, the fucking soldiers are here. They're gonna fucking take care of everything. Let's get the fuck out of here. And Ray was like, no, I'm a warrior. And Ken's like, no, there's bullets. Yeah. Let's leave. It's not our kind of fight. Yeah, Ray was like, uh, stay in. And Ken's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> I'm kind of on Ken's side here. Yeah, like, like this is if not... You, if you don't have to fight anymore, and the soldiers are obviously handling everything, let them do their job. And everyone's got guns, and we don't, like, let's just, yeah, let's, 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 let's maybe we can find something to steal on the way out, but let's go, yeah. Yeah. There's not much we can do here. Cammy and the good guys come, uh, into the room. Uh, but before they do, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme jumps onto, down onto a catwalk, and a bunch of Shadowloo sh- soldiers pour in, pouring, pointing their guns at him, rather than shooting him on sight like they should, they're just pointing their guns at him, and well, he pulls- Well, maybe they're he pull- ducks, they'll just shoot each other. They, no, they're all standing in front of him. Mm. He pulls out a tiny little knife, and they all start backing up, Oh, and yeah, like, that scene, yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that all the, his soldiers are standing behind him with their guns drawn. Uh, and they're like, we've got him on your mind, Cammy is, but no sign of Bison. He's like, he's probably hiding. And then Bison gets on the television and is like, I ain't hiding, but you all using guns and shit. I just want to punch you a bunch. Don't you want to punch me? And he holds up a bag that says bunches o' punches. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite breakfast cereal. <laughs> Come and get him, Kyle, because I got him for you. So... Guy was like, "Okay, let's punch everybody else. Get out, get, get out of here. We let, have to fight honorably. We have to fight together. If I don't get out of here, then consider me dead. Yeah, if I'm not out of here in 15 minutes, everyone escape. Yeah. yeah. So there's a quick little scene of some of the Asian cast members speaking <laughs> I thought... in, I guess Mandarin or or something. No, they're Japanese. Japanese, yeah. Because it's the Swana guy, yeah. and he just happens to run into another Asian, uh, Jap- specifically, they're speaking Japanese. Yeah. So and they, I thought, this is weird, because they're speaking together, yeah. unsubtitled. They run over to a TV, <laughs> turn it on, 
And Honda and Zangief are, are just fighting to... on Bison's miniature city that he's going to build while Godzilla sounds Actually, play. real Godzilla yes, sounds. Because of course they are. It's like the director said, you know what? Fuck the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's just a... It's, it's it's secured in camcorder footage I, that I yes, guess someone sure, but, uh, is programmed to if anyone happens to step on this uh, on, on the Bisonopolis model to make Godzilla sounds. Did I laugh? Sure. Oh, I laughed my ass. One of but my should favorite, have been in there? Probably not. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of all time is uh, uh, in uh, in uh, the Better Off Dead sequel, One Crazy Summer, Bobcat Goldthwait gets stuck into a Godzilla outfit when someone throws a cigar in the in the mouth of the outfit mm-hmm. and he can't get it out. And so it starts catching fire and he's breathing smoke out. And then he run, actually runs across a, like a little model table of a town and starts uh, destroying it while Japanese businessmen are watching it. Mm. And it's fucking, yeah, this is like that. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just also having crazy deja vu. So I may have told that story a couple times on the podcast. No, you have not. That told that story. It's a thing I watched on TV when I was ten. So Guile. Oh, but God, yeah, that was Guile and Raul Julius. Did we miss the part where Guile's American flag tattoo on his arm? He flexes it and it zooms in, like right before he starts fighting someone. I don't remember exactly. But there's a crazy thing because yeah, yeah, he does this crazy flex (laughs) and the camera like smash zooms in on the American flag, which is extra dumb. So, Guile and Raul Julia's stunt double have a fight. It's not very good. <laughs> you could also call it uh, Raul Julia fight edit the, the movie because it's just constant edits of Raul Julia's face being like... Hey. Well, there's the thing about the making of the movie is they were hoping to... What was it? They were going to film... The stunt crew was going to train with Raul Julia all throughout in between takes of all the dramatic mm-hmm. scenes. Uh, you know, train him for his big fight at the end of the movie yeah. that they were going to film last. Uh, but they realized he was super sick, mm. and so knowing that they could uh, film most of he, he I guess he had just had uh, uh, stomach surgery for cancer right before they started filming, so he was extra thin and fucked up. Mm. And so they realized they could film most of this with a stunt double, so they actually filmed this first to give Raul Julia some time to heal so he could film all of the dramatics. So they essentially flipped what they were his original plan for Raul Julia was. But thanks for making it sad. Bill. So, yeah, I don't know that's what happened. So <laughs> yeah, that's no, why. So that's, that's why happened. it's essentially just a cut of Raul Jules saying, "I will kill you," and then suddenly yeah. it's a stunt guy flying around. But yeah, um, and it's weird. Jean Claude Van Damme hasn't done the splits yet in this movie. No, yeah. Does he ever? He does. He, he does, does jump. Uh, does a little. He does bit, kicks, but, but he's not doing what he's known for. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, this movie, there's barely any punches until the yeah. last 20 minutes of the movie. Anyway, Elsewhere, yeah. Balrog and Chun-Li are looking for the hostages. Also, why did Balrog put on, like, He so magically boxing has boxing gloves? gloves. That's going to do less damage than your fists. You know, he got, he got arthritis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he got Mesiathopolis. Eventually, Guile knocks Balrog, Bison into an electrical control panel, and he gets zapped, and he dead. He actually, I was on, I, you know he's not going to be dead, but I was surprised that he actually is dead, but then he's magically revived by well, a suit. Guile pulls out a little TV to talk to Cammie, <laughs> and she's like, how are you, Guile? And he's like, how's that? And Bison, all dead. But then his suit gives him CPR, and he comes back it's to life. It's never insinuated that it's a mechanical suit, he's just got a leather vest on, like, yeah. it's not like, yeah. And he zaps Guile with lightning bolts, because he can do that now. Yeah. And in Bison's office, DJ's stealing some shit. Oh, yeah. Mama didn't raise no fool. But then he notices somebody heading his way, and he pieces out. Oh, man, I should have stayed at Microsoft. 
Super Mario Bros. movie had more dumb jokes, like completely out of left field jokes mm-hmm. like that, I would have been in love with that more. But this is, I can see the, I can see DJ. He's enough of a schmuck. I could totally see him, him being a project manager at Microsoft. Yeah. Somehow got pulled into this whole fucking world of. We never even so, see him doing kung fu, so he may not even be a martial arts yeah. guy. Maybe he is just an office manager. So Ken runs in looking oh, to loot anything our, he can. Our hero. Yeah. Why he's he's the he's the conniving one, right? Mm. He's the honorable one. So he walks up to a computer screen and starts looking at various cameras throughout the place. He sees Ryu walk into a room with Vega and Saget right behind him. They're gonna fight, and he's like, "Yo, Ryu, no!" Yeah. So uh, we do see get Ryu get his ass kicked for five minutes. Oh, eh. no, I don't think right yet, but yeah. Well, but, eventually, but, but Bison, yeah. Bison zapping Guile, and he's like, "What happened to unarmed combat?" And he's like. This is merely a superconductor electromagnetism. <laughs> Surely you've heard of it. It levitates bullet trains all over Tokyo. It levitates my desk, where I ride to saddle of the world. And it levitates me. And then he flies around. Whee! I love his boots light up. Yeah. This is when he gets into the Super Mario Brothers, the movie territory, where his boots light yeah. up. And he starts, obviously, just being suspended on wires. Dying man of cancer of being flown around like Peter <laughs> Pan throughout the set. Uh, well, uh, all that's happening, Ray also fights Vega. It's boring. There's, it's the yeah. t- the two. Well, obvious... Saget, they 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 both Saget and uh and uh, Vega both kind of pile up on him, yeah. and you think he's doomed, but then well, well, hold on, because. Ryu finally that, shows up go, with a gun we, and shoots yeah. him. <laughs> we go back to Bison and he's like, What's wrong, Colonel? Come to fight a madman and found a god? He's only got well, he he's only got because he got electromechanical boots, like he just said, mm-hmm. and but a yeah. CPR chest piece. I wish Big Bertha from the Super Mario Bros. The big fat black lady would come out and start fighting <laughs> so, uh, Guile too, just to complete the ridiculousness of the sending. You know, I didn't realize until watching it again. He's got the big bell from his stage mm-hmm. and Bison just randomly in the middle of his headquarters for yeah. some reason. Just I guess they needed some kind of element from his stage stage from mm. street fighter 2 but so nothing really oh no 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 guile does bang his head against yeah he does grab it at some point like fuck you eat my balls mm-hmm. so ray is about to get double king teamed by vega and saget <laughs> but then ken shows up and saget and ken do actor fighting which is just quick cuts of them back and forth yeah without any real punches thrown mm-hmm. and uh, Ryu and Vega kind of do a little bit of martial arts. Well, but and... the martial arts in fucking Surf Ninjas yeah. is more authentic than this. Well, there was the thing too where they were also hoping to train the actors more before mm. their, but because the the whole stunt training schedule got messed up because Raul Julia was sick, uh, the stunt crew didn't have any time to really like rehearse anything with the actual actors. Mm. I mean, there were stunt people who could do actual kung yeah. fu and stuff who could step in. But in terms of actually training the actors to even pretend they knew Kung Fu, they didn't really get a chance, so that's why it gets extra choppy around yeah. here. Uh, although you do get a moment where Ryu does the Hadouken gesture at yeah. Vega. He tries to do a fireball, and the and screen it... flashes for a second? Yeah. But, like, like it's just a weird, like, one-off thing, and yeah. yeah. And then he burn- Ryu burns Vega's face. He's like, Ow! Oh, and... yeah, he mashes him against, yeah. the like, an incinerator. And they win. Yay! Yay! And then, uh, yeah, Saga just runs off while Vega gets fucked up, I guess. Well, no, uh, Ken's like, he takes the, the statue he had stolen from Bison's bedroom and is like, Here you go, Saga. If I hadn't met you, I might have become you. And then Bison zapping Guile. How much better would that have if he, 
if Ken had stole the John Wayne Gacy painting <laughs> and then smashed it over <laughs> fucking Saget's fucking head. Awesome. But uh, uh, Bison zapping Guile still. He's like, you still refuse to accept my godhood? Keep your own god. In fact, this might be a good time to pray for him, to him. For I beheld Satan and he fell from heaven like lightning. Bap, zap, boop, bap. And it's, oh man, Raul, leave some scenery for other people to mm-hmm. chew on because you're eating all of it. He munches in the bunches of the punches. Mm-hmm. Just nom, 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 nom. <laughs> he is great, though. Yeah. I, yeah. Giving it at all. He flies at Guile. But get kicked into a wall of TVs. Well, he flies a guy like half a dozen times before guy realizes, well, maybe I should do something other than just yeah. get attacked. So but he, yeah. Yeah, he flies into TVs. Everything starts exploding. And it's 80 yard in. Jean-Claude Van Damme saying, Bison, you're off air. I can't believe he didn't say and, game over. And now there's a dis... Well... How do you... Uh, maybe that was so obvious that even yeah. the makers of Street Fighter of the movie was like, that's too on the nose. Well, they were, I'm sure the filmmakers were in the audience watching the final cut and going, oh, I could have had a V8. and that line could have been better. <laughs> but... Uh, so... Now there's a self-destruct countdown. And Cammy, Bison, and Chun-Li save the hostages. Hooray! Yeah. Zanjagif and Honda are still fighting. As everybody runs past them, and then Honda's like, "Oh, sorry, man, I can't play no more," and starts leaving with the hostages. Honestly, like, there's no reason to keep on fighting. Like, yeah, like just get the hell out of Dodge. And he's like, "Coward!" But then he sees DJ <laughs> run away, and he's like, "DJ, why are you out the uniform? The enemy of peace and freedom are at our walls." And he's like, "Are you, are you totally demented, man?" Our boss is the enemy of freedom and peace. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Futurama. <laughs> These people have come from all over the world to stop us. If you are smart, you'll save your own ass. General Bison is a bad guy? If you know this, then why do you serve him? Because he paid me your freaking fortune, you moron. This is... Actually, you this may got be... paid? Zangief, MVP of this goddamn movie. <laughs> uh, the, he gets the two best lines in the whole goddamn thing. So Guy's looking oh. for Charlie in the lab. Charlie! Charlie! That scene's done. Uh, Chun-Li and Cammy escaping with the hostages. And Chun-Li goes, pigtails? Uh, <laughs> Cammy's like, you're fun to talk? And she's like, oh, depends. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So... A blast door is about to co- close on them and trap them all in, but, 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 but uh, Zangief stops it and grabs it and lifts it up and lets everybody escape. Well, he's I do like now. he has like like Sloth from the Goonies moment here where yeah. he gets to save everybody, yeah. I love you, Chunky! <laughs> Sloth love Chunk! <laughs> so, Gal runs into Dalsim and Blanca. Dalsim is now bald? <laughs> Dirty? <What>? Shirtless? Bloody? <laughs> what? And, and they're like, says, let's get out of here. And they're like, no, we're staying the fuck I, here. I can, can't, can't take better care of him inside this exploding temple. Yeah. So then kablams, everything explodes. Uh, and DJ and Sega escape together with a box. Oh, I wonder what's going to be in that treasure Actually, this chest. Did, I did not see this. Co- I knew mm. it was going to be, there was going to be some funny twist, but I did not expect it to be. I'd already forgotten about the the, the bison books. Yeah, now the yeah. guys win. They, and the, the the other two open the box and it's full of bison box. It's sad. Oh, yeah. they're they sad. just throw fit and that's it. Yeah, yeah. DJ and stay tuned for the further adventures of DJ and Sagas. <laughs> yeah. So all the good guys are standing around and remnant saying, "Oh, Guile's dead." It's sad. And Zangief goes, "He was a brave man. 
A true warrior. Thanks, Zangief. Thanks a lot. But <laughs> Kyle somehow made life still. How amazing! Yay! What a twist! Everyone's happy. What an incredible bond all these characters have formed together over the last hour and a half. Some of them only becoming good guys, literally in the last last thirty <laughs> mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. Zangief gives a sideways thumb up. <laughs> Well, he's Gaio, done that once or twice before, and too. Guile yeah. comes over and turns his thumb up because apparently Zangief is so dumb he doesn't know what a thumbs up <laughs> is. Uh, so oh. Chun-Li is like, Guile, how about that interview now? And he says, okay, but only if you wear that dress. Gross. Yeah. Like it's, it's, Especially I don't know if it's also... because it's Jean-Claude Van Damme or because of the line, but it's really sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> As, wear, there's wear. always something about Jean-Claude Van Damme that always struck me as kind of sleazy. Yeah. And like, yeah, this the movie does not help that at all. But So yeah. uh, they run to look at things blowing up. Yeah, they and essentially then, turn around to watch the temple explode. Yeah, they, and then nothing else and happens. They, they and that's all, the end of the movie. Yeah, they all strike a pose and freeze for him. That's actually and, really and, good. Like, Chun Li, she's in midair doing the yatta! Yeah. And Guile's combing his hair. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bummed they didn't give him the fucking actual Guile haircut that would have been, I'd have essentially been sculpted out of plastic if they tried yeah. to do that in real yeah. life. And then but the like, credits start for Raul Vallecondios. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Also, I mean, I, see, used, I used to say it's. It a, is weird you see uh, Dulcim and uh, Blanca on fire in the background running away from the why didn't you take us with you? We were just kidding about staying here forever. <laughs> I used to think, oh man, it's a bummer that Raul Julia's last film was such a piece of shit, and it's such a, so sad it was Street Fighter. I do still think it's sad that that happened because yeah. I wanted him. He could to have go, been in a better. I wanted movie. him to go on and do better things. Yeah, but I like this movie enough. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> this movie is Raul Julia's equivalent of Superman keeping a school bus from flying off the edge of a cliff. Yeah, like really, just shows like Herculean strength of how he makes he Bison could... so likable. Bison's awesome. I, I, who gives a shit about Bison? But M Bison, in this movie is a fucking mm-hmm. tits on ice. And they're fucking good. There's six minutes of credits in this movie. There was a point where I was like, how are they going to do ten more minutes? But it's only four minutes and then six minutes of credits. Really? And also, they keep interjecting, oh. Good morning, Shadowloo! Do you know what it says at the bottom of a Shadowloo Coke bottle? It says, open the other end! Which, how, what the hell does that even mean? I don't know. But they keep cutting that guy I, in. I went back to listen to it twice to understand what the fuck, like, I thought I was missing some kind of context for that. But yeah, he keeps on... Again, that must have been like a best friend of the directors or something like know. that who thought like his shtick was but, so funny because it is just it's bafflingly just not mm-hmm. Brett doesn't tie into anything. Yeah, it's it's not funny. It's a fart. Yeah. But then at the end of the credits, that's actually the worst thing about the movie. Yeah, and granted, it, it only happens a couple times in the film. Back, thank at God. the end of the credits, it's back into base. And it's solar battery, battery oh, yeah. recharging. Solar battery recharging. And Bison's fist smashes through a television screen. Good morning, General Bison. What is your menu choice for today? And he clicks replay on world domination. And the movie's bum, over. Bum, bum. Which I guess they cut out a theatrical Brrr. cut because they realized that was bad taste because Raul Julie had just died. Yeah, he can't come back. What for the DVD and video home VHS where they're like, slam that shit back in there. Let's try to <laughs> taunt with kids' emotions, hoping there's going to be another Street Fighter starring Raul Julia. Yeah. Which I love the idea of any kid would be like, I want another Street Fighter, but only if it stars Raul. I would do that. Yeah. Get, get fucking the American French dude out of there. Yeah, fuck that. I forgot. Guile. He is supposed to be explicit. I didn't, I didn't even think of it to be how he's supposed to be the explicitly 
like hardcore American, hardcore American, American. yeah. I guess they explain that away by now. He's not part of the American armed forces, but well, he's supposed to be. He does have an American flag on his arm, though. Yeah, maybe he's just born in America but raised in Brussels. Maybe he, maybe that lump on his head is from when he got hit really hard (laughs) and he started talking funny. It's actually not an accident; it's speech impediment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, he got kicked by a mule. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of what's on the menu, mm. I uh, looking up uh, the history of Ming Na Wen. I have eaten at a Chinese restaurant her family owns in Pittsburgh. Amazing! She grew up in Pittsburgh, and they have. Uh, you should write a book. I'm just, just about that. <laughs> Four hundred pages, just about <laughs> the delicious fucking uh, General Tso's chicken at the Chinatown Inn on Third mm. Avenue in downtown Pittsburgh, mm. just blocks away from the about uh, post. Pittsburgh uh, Post Gazette, where I used to work at. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's my personal deep connection to wow. Street Fighter, the film. Uh, yeah, so Capcom paid for this movie outright. Mm. Unlike Super Mario Brothers, where Nintendo uh, just essentially just sold the rights to Hollywood, and Hollywood did whatever the fuck they wanted to. Yeah, uh, yeah Capcom, they paid for the whole movie up front. They had uh, all the... They, 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 they had a creative control over the whole thing, which is why they tried to force... I guess not complete, because they tried to force that Swata actor down the production store, and the director was like, we'll put him in here, but we're not going to make him the main... Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to make him right. We're going to make him a side character. Uh, but yeah, so they paid $35 million for this movie, $8 million of which went straight to Van Damme, which soaked up almost the entire casting budget of the film. Uh, Capcom was very explicit about how they wanted Van Damme to play Guile, and they were also explicit about how they did not want it to be a tournament movie. Because hmm. they thought that was played out, and that would be the most obvious way to make a Street Fighter movie. And so the director, who was also the writer, came up with the whole idea of, like, well, what if everyone's part of the armed forces and they're raiding, like... They, he, he, it was his idea to turn M. Bison more into a James Bond villain with his own secret lair. Hmm. But originally, in the original screenplay, it was supposed to be... He was supposed to have an island secret lair, kind of what you're talking about, out in the middle of nowhere that everyone would attack by land, sea, and air. Yeah. But that then that just turned into... Uh, a foam rubber temple <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the Australian outback where mm. they filmed the movie in Australia. Um, but yeah, despite the fact they spent all their casting money on uh, Mr. Van Damme, the muscles from Brussels, I actually I thought the cast was pretty good. This yeah, they got fun. an Oscar. They got fucking Ming Ming Ma, whatever. Super yeah. famous. One There's of not a lot of fighting for you a movie West called Duty? Street Fighter, though. Yeah. The There's not played... even a lot of streets for a movie called Street Fighter. Does anyone actually fight in a street in this film? No. The closest you've got, like, the prison prison bar, uh, yeah. prison yard brawl, but that's it. God damn this movie. I had a good time with this thing. Uh, yeah, uh, Capcom also demanded that the film be read and shot and released in less than a year. Ooh. Uh, and, yes, uh, Japanese actor Kenya Sawada, who couldn't speak English... Uh, was their hand-picked choice to play Ryu? The film's director, Steven D'Souza, who'd uh, co-written Die Hard, refused to let a non-English speaker play Ryu, so he created the character of Captain Sawada out of whole cloth and shoved him aside. Yeah, because of the film's short schedule, the film's stunt team almost had no time to prepare for the film, with actors sometime uh, first learning their moves just hours before filming. And was exa- all this was exacerbated by the Gerardo Julia situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hasbro demanded that uh, some of the vehicles be designed to look like G.I. Joe, Joe toys. Especially the tank that Gal busts up the tie cage match with at the start of the film. So yeah. they could just recycle G.I. Joe molds when making uh, tie-in toys for Street Fighter. And, uh, ironically enough, this movie still made almost ten times as much as the Legend of Chun-Li movie that was produced 15 years later. 
Whoopsie. This movie made almost $100 million at the box office. That Legend of Chun-Li movie made like $9 million, Which... To be fair, this movie's funny. Yeah. Well, I remember when they, 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 they came out with that Legend of Chun-Li movie. They were all like, we're going to do Street Fighter for real. It's going to be yeah. super badass and, yeah, gritty. And everyone said it was even worse. Yeah. At least this Street Fighter movie had a sense of humor to it. It had some kind of puckish charm, whereas that was just like... It had Raul Julia. Yeah. Well, even, even if it wasn't Raul Julia, it would still be an amusing film. Yeah. More amusing than it's, than, 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 it's than, than it should, had any right to be. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Raul Julia, really, again, like, yeah, that's super heroic strength. This is his, the cover of the first issue of Action Comics, number one, Superman lifting up the car, <laughs> like, man, the feat of Herculean strength. Yeah. On his Raul Julia lifting up a Street Fighter arcade machine. Pretty much over his head and smashing it over the audience, and the yeah. audience saying, yeah, this is fun! <laughs> <laughs> you make us smile, Raul Julia. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It's bad. Yeah. But it's fun, by it. We're running out of Raul Julia projects, though, between the Addams Family. I'm glad we did the both Addams Family movies yeah. just last fall, so we kind of, like, do the two best, best things he's known of, and we got that out of the way before we did the stream. Now we need to do Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. <laughs> Which I've never seen that episode. Oh, yeah. Um, But, speed. Oh. 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 Funny oh. you should mention that. That classic episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. For our next episode... Will be Star Crash as featured in the famous episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Star Crash. Oh. I told you that's why I'm choosing this movie, right? I don't know. Oh, it's one of the new ones, right? Yeah, so okay. I had even mentioned this last week when we were debating what yeah. we were going to do for Trolls 2. Uh, Star Crash was on my list of possible awful April month contenders. Uh, just last week, they had a trailer for the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. One of the movies they showed in that trailer is Star Crash, which is something I was considering anyway. Considering this is going to be my last chance to do Star Crash before I see it as a M- M- Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode. Another fucking movie nobody's ever heard of. It's going to be great. What is this? this? Don't think anyone heard about Troll 2, and that turned out to be good. A lot of people have heard about Troll 2. Really? Yeah. Why did you learn about Star Crash? Just because you have doesn't mean other people don't like it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Have you ever eaten butt? A lot of people love to eat the butt. Because <laughs> you haven't eaten the butt doesn't mean they're not delicious. I think I can say they were probably not delicious. Well, it depends on whose butt you're eating. I what guess. they what they just ate. I guess. Man, you ever eat someone's butt who just had Thai? All the time. All that curry. Oh man. Oh man. It's like eating. No. Yeah, what's that? So next time, it's what star? It's like eating out Saget's ass. It's what is it next time? Star something or other? Yeah, sometimes I get a boner you with thinking about find... West Duty farting in Can my mouth. Can you even find this movie? No, this is the best part. Uh, we actually have the Blu-ray of it here in the house, and I've got it ripped, and I can give it to you. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that it's easy. Uh, the best part. <laughs> <laughs> it's got David Hasselhoff and his big it's, giant side, you know, shiny okay, robot. Okay, you know what? It's it's fine because you could have picked something way worse that I would have hated watching a lot. And more it's only than like this. it's like less than ninety minutes long. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's. Do you think it's honestly going to be any worse than Victor Victoria? That's the other best thing. I'm fucking watching Troll Two and fucking Street Fighter the movie. And I'm like, no, these are honestly better, more entertaining movies than Victor Victoria, this yeah. Oscar-winning piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So he's Mudron on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. We're Tardy Podcast on Twitter. Yes, we are. Always will be. Tell us your favorite line from Street Fighter the movie. So many to choose from. Who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? If you're in a cosplay as a Street Fighter the movie character, who would you be? 
How much do you love Raul Julia? Actually, working for him, Bison, in that movie, he, of, of all the maniacal evil villains with a secret lair in the, in the history of cinema, he seems like one of the one of the guys who might be the most fun to work for. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you so long yourself as you don't call not getting, him crazy, you're fine. As long as you make sure you get paid. Yeah. Zangief. Yeah. <laughs> Zangief. He's he's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh. I really felt like a little child going, "He's so silly. He's dumb." <laughs> Yep, but, so next yeah. time you're going to be what? Star Poopers? Star Crash. Star Crash. The super memorable movie, Star Crash. <laughs> I just love the, the ambivalence towards this film you have. Yeah. Just even talking about like week before last when you are just like, oh, God. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah, this will be the first. Actually, you know, I, I didn't realize because that Star Crash episode will probably be going up just a couple days after the new Mystery Science Theater hits. So actually, mm. people have probably already seen... Star Crash as a result of Ministry Science Theater 3000 before. Well, oh, so wow. So long as we see it before we watch that. Exactly, yeah. So right. we better make that next episode fucking hilarious then. We, we got the... We got. We could do a live video podcast. Like I've got to, jo, uh, Joel and Tom. Who are the puppets' <laughs> names? Crow and Tom, Timmy? Yep, Crow Art? and Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we can wrap this up. We need to go. Yeah, I got a pee pee. Next time. That one movie, Star Powers. Star Powers. <laughs> Star Powers. Check it out. David Hasselhoff, <laughs> Star Powers. <laughs> so you keep going. It's awful April. I think next time's not going to be as fun times as this. So enjoy this our happiness a, while this, it lasts. Yeah, because yeah, we got lucky with the, our first two picks. Yep. It's never going to be this good again. No. I can't imagine we'll ever... Yeah. yeah. Until this next is time, it. keep filling those old little pop culture. <sighs> it's all downhill from here. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Take care, guys.